Six o'clock, I'm Louise Parry. The headlines, murder investigation after High Wycombe stabbing, disability payments stopped without warning in Bucks and death toll from Sussex crash expected to rise. BBC Three Counties Radio. A man's been murdered in a stabbing in High Wycombe. The victim, thought to be in his 20s, died in Church Square on Saturday evening. Thames Valley Police have arrested a woman and man on suspicion of conspiracy to murder. Two other men from Ealing are under arrest and being questioned. Police say they believe it was a targeted attack and isolated incident. A man in Buckinghamshire says his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Colin Davy says the authority has failed to contact them since March about reassessing his daughter Chloe, who's severely disabled. Ben Nye has more. Buckinghamshire County Council, like all local authorities, took over responsibility for people receiving the Independent Living Fund in July. Colin Davy's daughter Chloe cannot walk or talk and uses the money to pay for carers to help her live in her family home. The Buckinghamshire Disability Service say around 80 people are eligible in the county and they have concerns about similar problems. Police in West Sussex say the number of people known to have been killed in Saturday's plane crash could rise when the wreckage of the aircraft is removed from the scene later. The jet crashed onto the A27, which runs alongside Shoreham Airfield, engulfing a number of cars in flames. Tom Bateman reports from Shoreham. Specialist investigators remain at the crash site, which police have described as absolutely devastated. Debris is spread over 400 yards of the A27 and into the adjoining airfield. A number of bodies have been removed and today recovery teams are expected to use a crane to lift the wreckage of the aircraft. It will be a hazardous task. Fuel remains on board and crews are unsure of the status of the plane's ejector seat. Police say it is quite possible more bodies could be discovered today. The company that runs shopping centres is being accused of deception for giving support to its own development in Milton Keynes. General managers of Into Stores posed as members of the public then provided letters of support for the Midsummer Place shopping centre application. The Work and Pension Secretary, Ian Duncan-Smith, is to outline changes he thinks should be made to sickness benefits. In a speech this morning, he'll say people who can't take up full-time jobs for health reasons should be given more support so they can work part-time. It's reported One Direction will break up in March. The Sun says the band, who've been together for five years, will focus on solo projects. It claims they intend to reform in the future. In sport, Watford drew again in the Premier League yesterday. The Hornets were held to a nil-nil draw against Southampton at Vicarage Road. And in Formula One, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton beat Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg to win the Belgian Grand Prix and extend his championship lead to 28 points. The weather for beds, hearts and bucks, cloud building this morning with spells of rain throughout the day, some of those heavy and thundery, feeling a lot cooler than it has been with a high of 17 Celsius at 63 Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Has Oxley got the sack at last? I think he must be having a long weekend. Oh, he's off. OK, not a problem at all. (laughs) Fine. Thank you very much indeed. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Booyah! So... People have said, Ian, what, what did you do in the two weeks off? I, I've been working on something very, very hard. No, oh, no! By the way, uh, Kelly, we could hear you shouting with excitement that, um, um... Oh, it was you? Yeah. That one, that one Direction were splitting Split up. up. yeah. Like, I think it's the best for everyone. No, it's not. There, genuinely, there are, there are... And we all laugh about this, and the, you know, but there are young people that will be devastated. It is the end of their world. Yeah, but among the young people are not One Direction. They've had enough. Fair enough. Okay. They should go off and um, have whatever <clears throat> hairdos they want. Can I show you... By the way, Kelly, great to have you back. Thanks, Blair. Can I show you what I've been working on over the last two weeks? Well... 
if you want. Thank you very much indeed. I do. <clears throat> Goes a little bit like this. A <clears throat> <clears throat> little bit nervous, guys. Oh, uh, just mm. get on with it. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. I'm your only friend, I'm not your only friend But I'm a little glowing friend But really I'm not actually your friend But I am Blue canary in the outlet by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only being your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul I have a secret to tell from my electrical well It's a simple message and I'm leaving out the whistles and bells So the room must listen to me, filibuster vigilantly My name is Blue Canary, one note spelled L-I-T-E My story's infinite, like the Longines Symphonette It doesn't rest, Blue Canary in the outlet by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Yeah, yeah, mmm uh, Yeah, yeah Take it down now, one time Feeling dirty? Yeah Friend, I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend. But really, I'm not actually your friend, but I am. I have a picture opposite me of my primitive ancestry that stood on rocky shores and kept the bitches shipwreck free. Though I respect that a lot, I'd be fired if that were my job. After killing Jason off and countless screaming Argonauts, bluebird of friendliness, like Guardian angels, it's always here Blue canary in the outlet by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say, I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul While you're at it, keep the nightlight on Inside the birdhouse in your soul not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul While you're at it, keep the nightlight on Inside the birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Guys? You can do something different with your hair. It's longer than I remembered. What was interesting about that, and that was a brave thing for me to do, mm. not one of my friends could look me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I did, as I could afford. Not one of my friends could look me in the eye as I performed a song that I'd written and sweated <laughs> over over the last two weeks, I and think, that breaks my heart. I think you'll find I did look you in the eye when you said a very rude word by accident. <laughs> oh, there was no accident. <laughs> Stop! 
morning, guys. <clears throat> 03459 Now, a Buckinghamshire dad is criticising the decision to cut his disabled daughter's benefits without warning. Chloe Davy needs 24-hour care, which used to be paid for with cash from the Independent Living Fund, the ILF. Um, however, Colin Davy says there have been problems since Bucks County Council took over responsibility for it last month. Catherine's got the details. The ILF, um, it's not the band. It's something uh, slightly more important. What is it, Catherine? Well, as the name suggests, it allows you to live independently, so you manage your own money. It was created by the government to help the most disabled people in the country have a little bit more say in their lives. The idea originally was to bypass local councils and give the money directly to the people affected to spend it on things like carers or personal assistants, making them kind of the boss of their own um, their own. Uh, care. However, the government announced in 2014 that they'd close the independent living fund and pass responsibility for the people using the money onto local authorities. Now, campaigners feared this might mean a reduction or even a complete cut to some disabled people's funding and therefore hamper their chances of living independently, something they really craved. In the three counties, around 300 people were receiving these benefits up to the closure at the end of June last year. 80 of those live in Buckinghamshire. So why has Chloe had her money cut? Well, her father, Colin, thinks it's tied up with Bucks County Council taking over responsibility for the ILF uh, last month. He says they received a letter in March to arrange a reassessment with Chloe in preparation for the changes, but they heard nothing after that. Now, the money was used by Chloe to allow her to live at home with her family, paid for a carer, which Colin and his wife are now funding themselves while they wait for the money to be reinstated. Now, he says they're fortunate to be in a position to cover that money, but there are other families that might not be so fortunate, which is why they're speaking out. Now, um, interestingly, this isn't the only other example of problems with ILF funding in Buckinghamshire. We'll speak a bit later to Andrew Clark from the Buckinghamshire Disability Service, who says they've had other people approach them for help after their funding was also cut, without warning, uh, after the takeover from Buckinghamshire County Council. Bucks County Council. I'm having to deal with Bucks County Council about funding and boy, do those guys like to drag their feet. Um, what have Bucks County Council said? Not a lot. Tell me about it. They say they can't go into the details of this yeah. case uh, but they provided a statement. Hey! Which is mostly taken State up. this. Which is mostly taken up with saying they can't say anything. As we're unable to discuss individual cases in public, we would like to urge Mr. Davy to contact us directly so we can help him resolve this issue as soon as possible. That's not true. They can discuss individual cases in public. Of course they can. That's that's. that's um, let me say. What's the word? Oh yeah, a lie. Because um, of course they can. If they if they. If Mr. Davy wants it discussed. If he's got his permission. Yeah. You know. You know. Bucks County Council. And I've got. I've got to tread slightly carefully because I'm about to enter very delicate negotiations with mm. them. Um, but pull your finger out your backsides and sort this out. Do you know what I mean, though? Seriously. It's a, it's a nightmare. For, anyway, there's enough of that. Got that off my chest. So, I felt sorry for a fat kid. Right. I felt really sorry for this fat kid. We went, we went on holiday. I tend to feel sorry for fat kids. Well, we went on holiday, right, because I was a shy kid and I didn't know how to make friends and influence people. Uh-huh. <laughs> you say that as though that's carried over into adult life. Mm-hmm. And um, we went and stayed with family, and then we went to a nice little uh, resort in Catalonia for um, for three days. Very posh. I went to Zante. Well, we went to Zante. Well, it's called Zach and I know. We went there. Hey! Well, forget the fat kid! I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Of what? I'm a survivor. Oh, that. Of an earthquake. I was in an earthquake. I was in an earthquake. And on the Andy Richter scale, it was a 4.4. A 4.4. These, these scores are coming in, and from Jacinthos <laughs> and uh, Catalonia, it is a it's, it's a 4.4. Do you remember when we had an earthquake here? Still talking about me. Because I do. I, I remember waking up and thinking it was a poltergeist. 
and I'm a really reasonable person. Still, how this is what this is what this is what and, and, uh, so I want to talk to Sorry, you about. Sorry, my skirts all up. I, I, I see. I want to talk to you about. Um, firstly, put your skirt down. Don't need to say that. Get it. Well, trimmed. no one needs to get see. it trimmed. Wow. Secondly, welcome back, mate. Secondly, I'm talking about me. Again. And um, you've turned it around to you. Mm-hmm. Some British earthquakes don't count for diddly. Okay. They don't count for squattage. They don't count for squattington, Wattington. Can of... I just remind you, you live in Britain? Can yeah. you be a bit proud of our earthquakes? Our earthquakes are rubbish. This was a 4.4. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, and it looks like it's going to be another sleepless night. Not because um, my husband is talking in his sleep about his other lover, because there's a flipping earthquake going on a 4.4 on the andy richter scale are you sure it's an earthquake and not a particularly strong window rattler <laughs> well i did have the two boys sleeping in the room with me at the time so it could have been no it wasn't uh, right i'm gonna second let's just take a straw poll of um the people working here completely at random you madam yes ever been in an earthquake no i have have you what was the richter scale on it was on Mm-mm. do you know what the richter scale is <laughs> yes it, the Andy Richter scale, Andy Richter said it was 4.4. You, no, no, wow, the person who knows you, stuff? You, sir, I'm looking away from you yep. now, madam. You, sir, yep. ever been in an earthquake? No. Kiss it, I have. Oh. I have. Well, no, but you, your earthquake was Bobbins. It was an earthquake. Mine was a, right, here, okay. My Here's, sister's been in a better one than you. She had to go and um, shelter. Oh, your sister's full of it. She's living in San Francisco. She didn't know how to work Nando's when we went. No, it's because we're posh. You, I, I took you and your sister... Um, and uh, a member of, of our armed forces to Nandos. <laughs> not one of you numpties. He's responsible for the protection of this country. You're responsible for not a lot. And your sister, I don't know what she does, apart from irritate me. Mm. Not one of you knew how to use the Nandos ordering system. It's because we're Team Harvester. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a Harvester. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Brickettwood on the North Orbital Road at the M25 Junction 21 roundabout, it's starting to look quite busy, but it's quite everywhere else at the moment. And Hitchin on the A505, it's closed in both directions between Bedford Road and Beerton Avenue. That's because of water mains works. And on the M1, there's roadworks between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable in both directions as the lane closed. And there's speed restrictions of 50 miles an hour, so expect some queues there later on. There's no reported problems at the moment on the trains. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. Thank you so much. Thank you. I oh, want listening. Six sixteen. It's um, Monday. The uh, uh, this is the news, isn't it? Um, uh, yes, the headlines on BBC. I can't remember how to do anything. Do you want me to do it? No, 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 I'll do it. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A murder investigation's underway after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe. Four people have been arrested, two of those on suspicion of conspiracy to murder. Police in West Sussex say the number of people known to have been killed in Saturday's plane crash could rise when the wreckage of the aircraft is, uh, aircraft well done. is removed from the scene. I mean, well done the first time. And a man in Buckinghamshire says... Their local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Tomorrow night, it's the League Cup second round. Watford travel to Preston. Great start to the Premier League season, but how are they going to get on against the Championship Club? Would you believe it? Odeon Carlo! MK Dons host Cardiff. Championship versus Championship. It's a tough one to call. Carl Robinson is celebrating, and that is probably going to be enough to put MK Dons through. And Luton entertain Premier League Stoke. Big game for the Hatters, but they usually do well when faced with a proposition like that. Super goal from Luton Town. Really good goal. Find out how all our teams do in the League Cup second round. Tomorrow night from 7, here on BBC Three Counties Radio.
Right, I know what we're doing with him. Can we send him out? Have we got... Is he yeah, he's our right. yeah. right. command. I want you to go out on the street. Uh, yep. is, what's his name? Daniel. Thank you. Danny. Dan Dan. Dan Dan. Dan your son. Yeah, that's fine. Dan your son. Mr Miyagi! <laughs> Stop. Dan your son! <laughs> wax on. Wax off. It took me ages to work out who was saying wax. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Danielson, I want you to go to the street. Two questions, really simple. Yep. I don't even need details. Just one off the back of the other. First question to p people is, ever been in an earthquake? And I when have. they say, not you. And when they say no, say that I have. And then second question to the same person, ever felt sorry for a fat kid? Cool. Thank you very much indeed. You what? see, it's as simple as that. Tell me about this rotund chat. I'll do it later. Busy. I'm doing a radio show. You shouldn't even be in here. Right. No, I'm pointing to my mind. Sorry, that's just. Uh, you what stay happens. there, but you've really got to stop um, blowing off like that. <laughs> oh, 0345 four double five five double five is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Kelly, great to have you back. Thanks, Blair. You're welcome. Now, Milton Keynes shopping centre bosses are being accused of posing as ordinary Joes to make their expansion plans look popular. <laughs> 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 I rewrote know, that. That's pretty much what they're Here's saying. the thing. You know those adverts when it's um, excited people coming out of the cinema after seeing a crap film? Yeah. Excuse my language. A, sh a bad shoddy film, film. A shoddy film. Those people either work for the film or they work for the advertising company mm. that's making the advert. They're not real. They're not... What does it say? Ordinary Joes. Phrase is average Joes. They're not um, ordinary Joes. Or average Josephines. No. They're, they're part of the thing. So you come out seeing... Um, the special shows. Paranormal act They're a great band. Yeah. Got their second album on vinyl. You come out of seeing Paranormal Activity 4, and let's be honest, the first one that's rubbish. These are the guys that go, oh, it was so great. I was, I was absolutely terrified. I'm but I loved it. I'm never going to sleep again. Those guys, those those are, you know, those are... Uh, actors. Uh, those are paid. Not well, not actors. They're not members of the equity. But they are, pa they are paid up card-carrying members of the equity. Although they are equity. Just... Why aren't they always the same people if they're just from the advertising company? Because they've got loads of people that work there and all get different haircuts every day. Yeah. Anyway, the same thing is kind of happening here. Into is the company which owns the newest part of the Centre MK, which used to be called Midsummer Place. Ah, oh, the memories. Turns out the managers of their sister sites across the country have been sending favourable comments into town planners. Oh, that's, that is out of order. It's not against the rules, though. It isn't. And let's be honest, I've posted good comments about my podcast from several different accounts. I would never do that. Critics of plans for new shops, restaurants and a boutique cinema are accusing Into of doubtful ethical business standards. Theo Chalmers is the chair of uh, Urban Eden. Uh, morning, Theo. What is Urban Eden? Good morning, Ian. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can, with my ears. Good, excellent. Uh, yes, um, Urban Eden is a is a lobby group which uh, campaigns for the preservation of the principles of the original master plan for Milton Keynes, which was and is the most successful of the new towns, and has been enormously successful, copied all over the world, China, South America, Nigeria. Hang on, there's a, there's a Nigerian Milton Keynes? Yeah, the capital, Abuja. Abuja's based on Milton Keynes? Yes, is that is. true? Yes. Absolutely, and we're busy destroying it. They're sending delegations every year to our to our uh, city to look at it and uh, study it and copy it. Yeah. Uh, these people from all over the world, Blimey. and we're busy destroying it. And of course, um, you know, I mean, this is nothing really to do with Into, except that they've got a big shopping centre roof over 
Midsummer Boulevard, yeah. and there is in in perpetuity, uh, sorry, an eighty-year covenant that this should be used uh, for non-polluting transport. And we now have electric buses, and those electric buses should be going down Midsummer Boulevard again, like they used to before. But, so, what's, so, so, dear, what's your beef with Into? Well, two things. One, they've been found out. Them and their PR agency, uh, a company which rhymes with deception, um, has uh, sneakily pretended to be members of the public. People like. Uh, Mark Myers, the general manager at Into Lakeside, for instance. Yes, yes. And Paul McCarthy, general manager at Into Chapelfield. Huh? And Richard Paxton. All right, let's... Because th- 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 they're not here to defend themselves. Let's, let's not, you know, kind of keep, okay, keep well, poking at different individual people. Them anyway, have all gone online and pretended to be members of the public in Milton Keynes, saying, oh, we really love this idea. To build what's, wrong, what's, what's wrong with that, though, really? Well, yeah, I mean, legally, there's nothing wrong with it, but they've been found out. I mean, they, they, they didn't But say, what's wrong oh, with it? We work for Into, and we think this is a great shopping... Why, uh, why should they? Idea. Sorry? Why should they, though? Well, I don't understand what's wrong with it. I mean, no, it's a little bit... It's a little bit... They've got onto the website of the council, the planning yeah. website, and they've, they've got online and they've said, you know, we're a member of the public, and we think this is a great Have idea. Have they used their names? Yes, they've used their real names. Well, then, the, the, well, then hang on. Well, hang on. Here. If, they'd, if, they'd, if, they'd, if, they'd, if they'd if they'd gone on and made up names, then that would be a little bit sneakier. But, I mean, in well, the great scheme of things... Agency, for instance, I mean, recently, um, the CIPR... The CIPR is the Chartered Institute of Public Relations, which I'm a member, by the way. Oh, and, congratulations. And the they, they rejected president. me. Sorry? Nothing. Continue. <laughs> the CIPR president, Sarah Pinch, talking about the recent scandal with the Department of Work and Pensions using fake people to say it was okay, I was censured and had my benefits stopped. She, she, was, she said recently about that, which I think applies perfectly to this. Well, she I said, would say, with, with the greatest of respect, that, 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 that benefits is slightly more important than a shopping centre, isn't it? Well, it depends where your priorities lie. Yeah, it, it depends yeah, if your priority is feeding your child or not, I suppose. Well, um, but in well, the great, listen, in the great scheme of things, though, how many people have done this from into? Uh, seven. Plus oh, two, come on, Theo. Yes, but these small numbers all add up, don't they? Well, they add up to seven. <laughs> <laughs> they, literally, they literally add up to seven. And actually, Perceptions PR is only owning up to two. two yes, people. they did two themselves. So the managing director of, of that company um, and one of that company's staff uh, went online and pretended to be members of the public. Well, well no, no, they are, they are members, of the, members of the public. In their statement, it says, two people from the company who live and work in Milton Keynes have rightfully made comment on the council website re- relating to the development plans. Is this just a little bit of sour grapes there? Because really, it's seven people. That's not a lot. They've not used fake names. They've, they, guess what? But I'm a member... They've found I'm, out, haven't they? They've found, found out, out doing... Found out and what, and what though? What's been... embarrassment for them. Well, I don't, I don't think they are that embarrassed. Really? Well, OK, they're, they're, they might have the uh, chutzpah to pretend that it's everything but they are okay. members But they are members of the public. I'm a member of the public. Good for you, Ian. Thanks very much indeed. There we go. That's uh, Theo Chalmers, uh, Chair of Urban Eden. 03459 455 555. I've done it. I've done... Um, hey, listen, I've got a record company. I know, and we've, we've got a record out. I went and posted a good review on Amazon about it. Of course I did. Some companies fill the reviews with themselves. Um, I posted good reviews about the podcast on the... Of course, of course I did. Everyone, if you've got some... I mean, if they'd lied about their names, uh, then, you know, that would be a little bit sneakier, but, um... Oh, bum! What? Not all of my songs are showing up where I want them to show up. So there's me being, um... Hey, daddy, cool, super slick. Let me see if I can do it this way. Hang on. Um... We're going to play? Um... Well, nothing now, because we haven't got time now, but I was going to play... Did um... you ammo? Well, I'm not going to do fat questions any good.
What the hell? Oh, jeez. Someone's um, whizzed on my chips. <laughs> Imagine doing that. Imagine whizzing on someone's chips. That such is bang a, out of order. Such a waste of potato. 03459 four double five five double five. I feel um, that I have to rebuild. The... By the way, Justin, thanks for uh, stepping in for me. Two weeks, he had to take a break. All right. Um, but I, I have to rebuild some of the damage that he's inevitably caused. Um, you can call in about anything. Obvs. Some of the things we're talking about. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I have. That doesn't count. How big? It. How big is yours? Well, it made the bed shake. <coughs> I have. Mine was a four point four on the Andy Richter. I'm just going to call it the Andy, just to save time. Uh, ever felt sorry for a fat lad? I always feel sorry for fat lads. I know you do. What do you mean? When it feels sorry? Yeah. No, I haven't. And plenty of great, hilarious banter coming to you direct from BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs> Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, it's very busy anti-clockwise at Junction 26 Waltham Abbey. That's because there's a lorry tyre in the road from a lorry that's broken down. On the M25 anti-clockwise at Junction 21 for the M1, it's also very busy there. And the M25 Junction 21A roundabout in Brookett Wood is slow too on the speed sensors. In High Wycombe on the A40, it's looking fine at the moment, but there's roadworks between Bradenham Road and Chorley Road, which could cause some delays later on. And on the train departure boards, the 6.33 train from Luton to Bedford's cancelled and the 6.30 service from Watford Junction London Euston's also been cancelled. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30 with the news and sport. I'm Louise Parry. Two more people have been arrested in connection with a murder after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe. The victim, thought to be in his 20s, died in Church Street in High Wycombe on Saturday night. The wreckage of the jet which crashed on the A27 in West Sussex on Saturday will be removed today. Police say it's likely that at least 11 people were killed when the plane came down during the Shoreham air show. A man in Buckinghamshire says his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Colin Davies says the authority has failed to contact them since March about reassessing his daughter Chloe, who's severely disabled. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Watford drew again in the Premier League yesterday. The Hornets were held to a nil-nil draw against Southampton at Vicarage Road. Watford midfielder Akechi Anya says the team is working hard. We're working so hard. I mean, if you saw what we did in training, we work we work on the finishing, we work on defending, we work on when we lose possession, we're working on everything. But it's just one of those things at the moment. I think as soon as we manage to get one goal, you know, these one points are going to start turning into three points, and we're going to find ourselves in a good position in the league. Usain Bolt says his World Championships 100-metre final victory over Justin Gatlin was the hardest race of his career. The Jamaican lived up to his billing as the saviour of athletics as he won in 9.79 seconds. You guys should know by this that when it comes to a championship, uh, I'm always ready. Uh, I told you guys throughout the season that my coach will figure out a way to get it done. And we worked on a few things and it worked. Elsewhere, Jessica Ennis says her heptathlon gold medal is one of the greatest moments of her career. The 29-year-old Olympic champion only decided to compete in Beijing within the past month, having just returned to training last autumn after the birth of her son. 
Lewis Hamilton extended his lead at the top of the Formula One Drivers' Championship to 28 points with a dominant win at the Belgian Grand Prix. The world champion converted pole position into a lead on the first lap and won ahead of teammate Nico Rosberg. And after being named the player of the Ashes series, England batsman Joe Root says their next aim is to regain their position as the number one test playing side in the world. England lost the fifth and final test but take the series 3-2. That's the latest news and sport. There's a full bulletin at 7. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Really, um, oh, bum! Will you stop saying that? The computer didn't work. I've done something to my computer and it didn't work. Yeah, you've done two bums in 32 minutes. <laughs> you should see what it's I was doing record. last week. It's a record even is for this? you. Oh. No, is this, this isn't what I want to play, though. It sounds like me earlier on. Slow. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm not... I want something upbeat. I'll turn this off, then. I'm just going to give it a second. Do you know what song this is? Any idea what song that was? Let's go to uh, the... Uh, um, I've forgotten that girl's name. Dashy. Dashy, great to have you back. It sounds like a really slow, sweet home Alabama, like Ooh. played in the wrong speed, oh, that sort of vibe. Oh, my gosh, it's, that's a really good guess. It's not the right answer. It's a good guess. Catherine, what do you reckon that is? Is it um, the Oasis Brothers doing Maybe? No, mate, it's this. Some people might say my life is in a rut. Should we stick with this? Uh, see where this goes? If you want. Oh, it's Oh, yeah. No, 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 I think no, it's no. a little bit. Um... It's a little bit turgid. Hmm? Um, turgid. It's okay. Turgid. Um, oh, hang on. This won't work. No, I knew that. Okay. Where? How is this? Flipping it. You go away. Um, is this? Is this? Hang on. Yeah, yeah, oh, what yeah, the heck yeah. Is this? Taking it home to the one-time styley <laughs> Commodore 64. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the Human League original demo. Just tweeting Carpet Martin. Okay. He wants to see my cake. Yay! I'll show you my cake. I've seen your muffins. Working as a waitress. I don't want that either. Um. I just want a really upbeat kind of pop actual song. Um, hang on. Oh, flipping heck! I just want an upbeat song. So glad we made it. What's uh. this? <laughs> oh no. Have you got? No. Have you got any box? Yeah. Oh, always got box. Hang on. Oh, I've got a good song. Oh, a good song. Oh, you'll like this. Finally. You'll like. Uh, you'll hate this, Kelly. By the way. But you'll like this, Kath. You'll probably hate it as well. I don't care what any of you think. I'm an indi- <laughs> I'm an individual. Top 40 is a rock Top 40 is a song Top 40 is a rock Top 40 is a pop, 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 pop,
Good evening, Cora. <laughs> what you got in the papers? Um, all manner of things. Oh. Um, uh, this I thought was quite interesting. Yeah, go on. Just because I know where Justin's gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, where's he gone? Police in Benidorm are cracking down on... <laughs> on idiots. <laughs> Get this. You, you're pretty much right. Okay. Police in Benidorm are cracking down on British mobility scooter drivers who aren't disabled. <laughs> so far this month, 27 people have been fined up to €90. Euros. That's £65 pounds in real money. Tourists are hiring them as they are cheaper than taxis. Oh, yeah. oh, that's fair play, isn't it? Some are being used in drunken races and others are being overloaded. You get the whole family on those bad boys. Yeah, isn't it? The council's brought in a new law preventing hire to people under 55 with no physical disability. 55 stone. Gosh, that sucked the atmosphere out, didn't it? About 500 people a day, mostly Brits, hire the scooters like the one Madge used in the ITV series oh, Benidorm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, renting the £33 a week. I'd have one of them at all. I, w- I would flip and have two of them. <laughs> I'd have two of them. A British expat said, you can see people roar up to a bar and spend the whole night drinking there before roaring off in the early hours. Flipping heck. Didn't it, didn't it make you think? <sighs> Here's something up here. Pardon me if I say when we say goodbye, don't be angry with me. Should I cry? Now you're pulling a face at Bo Yatani. No, I'm getting every third word, that's all. I'm trying to work out whether it's English. Hang on, let's try. Um... Alright, okay. The only problem is with Japanese people singing country music. He sounds a bit drunk. Oh, mate. Almost the hay bomb. Oh! West Virginia. Really smile. Oh yeah. Take me home to the place. Oh, you don't like that one, alright, try. You like this one. I didn't say I didn't like it, I was just getting used to it. Maybe I oh. didn't love you. Oh dear. Quite as often as I could help. Be mercy. Maybe I didn't treat you quite as good as I should help. <laughs> Listen, how do I turn the director's commentary off? If I made you feel second best, girl, I'm so. I have a swine. It was what? I'm not sure. <laughs> swine? 
This is, this is Bo Yatani, right? He's a Japanese fella. Is that Japanese for rubbish? Oh, no, don't. I like By the that. time I get Phoenix. No! She'll be lising. She'll be what? I think he said lising. I think. She'll find an old. <laughs> I left the hanging. Now he's just making noises. On her door. Doing something unspeakable on her door. All right, it's the last one then. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> but be behave. <clears throat> Got a very soft spot for Bowen. I'll tell you why in a second. Oh no. I beg your pardon, ah! Mum. What did you say? My mind and grief, no it's not a time of interest. I like him. Is he local? He's very vocal. Now, I'll tell you why I like Bo Yatani. He's just. Calypso, he was I am not sure. I really, I mean, Calypso. We got money, mama, but we can't go. We spit the difference for the corn as Keep on talking, mama. So, when we went to, my wife and I went to Japan, before we had the kids, we went to Kyoto, okay, and we're looking at things to do in Kyoto, <laughs> and we saw there was a country and western bar, and we went, this is going to be awesome, let's go to the country and western bar. And so we got a cab, and the cab driver did not have a clue what we were talking about, and we're showing him, country and western bar, he said, I don't and we showed him the address, he said, there's nothing there, and we said, no, 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 there's a country and western bar there, and he drove us to the middle of nowhere, Lo and behold, there was, um... He's saying American Dream. Uh, there was a country and western bar, right? Did it have swing doors? So we went, yeah, it did, um. had all of that. We went in, and it was massive, this country and western bar. It was all wood and wood panels and everything. And there were eight other people there in the audience, massive, and a stage. And Bo Yatani and his full band were playing, and there was about six of them on stage. S seven of them on stage. And someone working behind the bar. Hi, David. Oh. And um, so we watched, and it was brilliant, and they're doing this, and it came up to the interval, and my, me and my wife said, we should, let's go at the interval. We've, we've seen it, we've enjoyed the joke, we'll go at the interval. It's, it, it, it's great. And then, as we were about to leave, the other eight people left. So it's just me and my wife in there, and we're thinking, we can't leave. We cannot now get up, and because it's going to look like we think they're, they're rubbish. Right? Well, everyone else does. So... Um, we stayed and we ordered some food and we got talking to Mr. Yatani, Yatani-san. And um, we just got talking about stuff and I said, oh, do you know Rhinestone Cowboy oh, by no. Glenn Campbell? Oh, no, that was cruel. He went, he went, yeah, I do. Do you want to sing it with us? I went, oh, I have never wanted to sing anything more than Rhinestone Cowboy with a Japanese country and Western band. <laughs> so he said, all right, we'll get you up. So he then goes up and he does the second half of the concert, right? Bearing in mind, it's just me and my wife there. But he does it. Good evening. I won't do the voice. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you enjoy. And he does He does all the spiel. He's doing all the talking. All the, you know, I hope you enjoy the concert. It's great to have you here. 
Here's one you might like. It's, um, I don't know, it's Willie Nelson. You try saying that as a Japanese fella. So he does like three or four songs. And then he says, we've got a very special guest in the audience tonight. It's you. Mr. Ian Reid. Now, would... I like... And he went, round of applause for Mr. Ian Reid. So my wife just started going like this. And he said, uh, you've come all the way from the UK. And I went, yeah. We just had this conversation like 15 minutes before. He said, no showbiz, though. He said um, would you like to sing a song with us? I went, yeah, I'd love to. And I'm still in the audience. He said, would you like, do you know Rhinestone Cowboy? And I went, yeah, you know I do. He said, round of applause for Mr. Ian Reid. And I get up and I sing Rhinestone Cowboy with these bad boys mm-hmm. uh, in front of just my wife. <laughs> I had a video of it. I've lost the video of it, unfortunately. It was as awesome as you can imagine. I was, for one night, I was a country and western superstar in Japan. I've spent um, one night in Japan. Just one. You did, didn't you? What way to go? <laughs> it cost me 40 quid. OK, here we go. 03459 455 555. Where have you spent one night? It can be a boy's bed if you're, you know, if you're a... Um, I'm not, I was going to say slapper. But, if you know, it can be a boy's bed. Um, if you're a strong, and, independent uh, woman living her life. Uh, what's the smallest audience you've ever played to? 03459 455 555. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Chichley on the A509 southbound, there's been an accident between the A422 at Chichley and the Penny, the Rennie Lodge roundabout at Newport Pagnell. John called to say that that's closed at the moment while delays, uh, while the recovery work goes on and that could cause some delays. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's very busy from junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. And a bit further afield anti-clockwise at junction 26 for Mabby, there was a uh, lorry broken down and a tyre in the road earlier, but that's now just been moved out of the way, but it's still looking quite slow. On the trains the 659 service from Luton to Bedford is delayed and the 716 train from Bedford to Sevenoaks is cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 6.46, Monday the 24th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A murder investigation's underway after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe. Police in West Sussex say the number of people known to have been killed in Saturday's plane crash could rise once the wreckage of the aircraft is removed from the scene later. And a man in Buckinghamshire says their local count- his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Let's get the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there. The Met Office have a yellow warning in place until 10 o'clock tonight. That's because we're expecting uh, rain, which will be heavy and thundery in places, and uh, also quite slow moving. So there is the potential we could see some localised flooding with brisk winds as well. Temperatures reaching 17 degrees Celsius, so feeling a lot fresher than the weekend. Tonight, that rain clears, leaving us with a cloudy but dry end to the night with lows of 10 degrees. And tomorrow, sunny spells first thing, but then another band of rain pushes through, so we'll see cloud increase followed by uh, some heavy pulses at times not as heavy as today though and uh, clearing in the afternoon still quite breezy but uh, a cloudy end of the day with highs of 18 degrees celsius more rain on wednesday with some heavy bursts but sunny spells in between more rain on thursday uh, friday's looking brighter with sunny spells but there's the potential for more rain that's your latest forecast on bbc one max i need to tell you something I don't think I can marry you. If you missed last weekend's Casualty, catch up now on BBC. Do you know what? I literally could not care less about Casualty in the slightest. What I could care about, though, are these bad boys. 
didn't love the Beach Boys. Yeah. Completely fallen in love with the Beach Boys again. Completely head over heels. We cut. You know, like the early days when you're kissing and you're fumbling and you're touching and you just want to rush home and rip each other's clothes off and have it. I want that with the Beach Boys constantly. I just want to have it with the Beach Boys constantly. Oh. <sighs> okay, we're gonna play Don't a game. rush things because it'll just get spoiled again. We're gonna play a game. What? Uh, the game is name this Beatles song. I'm gonna play a Beatles song. You're gonna name it. Let's start with this one. Oh, hang on. Here we go. It's an easy one. Don't know it. Kelly Betts, that was an easy one. Yeah, I do know, but I can't think of what it's called. Let's go back to the oh, 03459 four double five five double five. We've but we've jettisoned news for fun and bants. What is this Beatles song? This is a great album, by the way. It's called Beatle Jazz. <laughs> oh, I know. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. Magical mystery tour. Well done. One nil. One nil. Okay. Let's try. Um, just found a picture of a bee having a wee. Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, remind me to tell you about the... Oh, uh, so much has happened in my life. Uh, remind me to tell you about the men ripping me off in my back garden uh? and the wasp girl. <laughs> when are you going to tell us about the fat lad? Uh, later. Uh, OK, what's, what song's this? We're on the... Fingers on the buzzer. Oh. Let it be. OK, it's 2 nil, Kels. I you know, like music, but got... she's older. She's closer to the Beatles geographically and mm. ageically than you are. Okay, okay, let's try I'm this not one. Not Scouse. Here we go. <clears throat> Beatle jazz. This is actually a Beatles song. One of your favourites, I think, Kelly, if I remember correctly. Oh. Yeah. I followed the song. Yeah, oh, it's three oh, it nil. Betsy, what the heck is going on with you? I got 50 smackers on you. That's like I, I followed the my... song if Paul McCartney had fallen on a, to a piano from a great height uh, and rolled about in pain. Okay, here we go. My yep. brain is saying you know this one, but that's all it's given me. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I'm gonna find one. Okay, Kelly, come on, Kelly. Come on, Kelly. Come on, Kelly. Come on. Don't look at the computer screen. I'm not looking at it. Oh. Any ideas? You you didn't oh. Yeah. Go on. No, go on. Wanna hear it again? Here we go. By the way, we're dedicating this to Chrissy who's going who hates McCartney and is going nuts on Twitter. Any ideas? Kelly Betts. Let's have some more. Same bass. <laughs> same same. Bit. There we go. Come on, Kelly. Oh, I love that one as well. Okay. Well, not that and one. And I love this one. Let's uh, see if we can do this. Here we go. <laughs> Gosh. With uh, Jeff Noodles on guitar. <laughs> Yeah, I Say give it. you all my love. Sorry? Um, um, 
And I love her. Dark, well, yeah. uh, welcome to the uh, River Suite Hotel. Uh, does anyone want a Campari? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask, what is Campari? Don't know. Are you getting a bottle? It comes. Yeah, squid. but what? Uh, hmm? No, I know. But what is Campari? I was thinking this yesterday on the on the uh, two days ago on the plane. What is Campari? What is it? It's not a beer. <laughs> it's not a rum. It's not it? a wine. Is it a gin? It's a liqueur. No, it's not a liqueur. Liqueur. Mm. What? What is what is Cinzano? What, you've just changed That's it. That's like We're a martini. Oh, okay. What I meant was sorry. Cinzano is, is Martini's mate, isn't it? This is what I was thinking on the plane. Forget Campari. What is Cinzano? Just told you. It's a martini, isn't it? Yeah, it's Martini's best friend. But what's a martini? Okay, try this one. Here we go. Jazz gets psychedelic. Here we go. You don't drink. Why do you care what it is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do case drink, I, and I don't care what it is. In case I want to impress John Collins. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Beetle jazz, psychedelic. Oh gosh. <laughs> there was the chord. Hmm? There was yeah. the chord. <clears throat> Let me help. <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? Jazz. 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 <laughs> nice. Here we go. Turn off your mind, relax and flow oh, wow. downstream. It is not dying. <laughs> Feels like it. It is not dying. Lay down all thoughts, surrender to the void. Oh. Void. <laughs> of the beginning. <sighs> of the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this definitely needs a Shatner. Here we go. The acid's kicking in. Or remind me to tell you about the ferry as well when it was like being on an acid trip. How'd you know? Because I've done acid. Sorry? I'm guessing I read about it in a book. I saw the 60s on the telly. It's colourful, isn't it? Oh. It's still going on! What are they doing? Wow. Bongo Freakout, which, is, by the way, is the name of my um, uh, new autobiography. Your <laughs> new one? Someone's no. dropped a guinea pig on the bongos. It's my, <laughs> my nickname at school, Bongo Freakout. We used to go to school with a kid called Bongo Freakout. We used to get bullied mercilessly. We used to get patting him on the head. Here we go. Oh. How is... Stop it! All right, last one. Get off. This is, a good, this is a good one. Last one. Okay. You'll never get this. Michelle. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. I was thinking it couldn't be Michelle. It was. It could be. It could. Cosby. Oh, we can't Careful. say. Steady, 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 steady. The horses. His name has been mentioned in vain, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Bill Cosby. Um, where, where are we on Cosby now? Has anything happened in the last two weeks? Still looking. Uh... He's still looking um, shady. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant. Let's move on. Uh, Catherine. Yeah. You got thirty seconds. How are you going to fill it? There's a picture on page fifteen. No. Of the... hmm? 15 of the son of a bee having a wee. <laughs> Remind Ian to tell us about Wasp Girl. Look at the bee wee. 
I know about Wasp Girl, so I don't care if you forget. No, remind me, I've got to tell you about um, being on a ferry trip that was, that was actually like being on LSD. Um, being ripped off in my own... Here we go, guys. These, these are the phone-ins. We need the board. Ever been on a... Yeah, ever been on a ferry trip that was like being on LSD? <laughs> ever been uh, uh, ripped... Uh, OK, travel sickness, let's just call it that. 03459 Yeah. Um, ever been ripped off in your own garden, car or house? Let's just say premises. 03459 And your stories about wasp girls. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Chichley, the A509 is closed southbound between the A422 at Chichley and the Rennie Lodge roundabout at Newport Pagnell. It's, very, it's causing delays that's very slow in the surrounding area. In Brickettwood, on the M25 junction, 21A roundabout is very slow on the North Orbital Road. And also anti-clockwise on the M25 between junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. It's looking busy now. On the M1, there's roadworks in both directions between junction 12 for Flissick and 11 for Dunstable, which could cause delays because there's a lane closed in both directions. And on the Train departure boards the 716 service from Bedford to Seven Oaks is cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. I don't get this text. Ian, are you joking? Casualty is legendary. What? Legendary for being absolute guff. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Seven o'clock, I'm Louise Parry. The headlines, murder investigation in High Wycombe. Air crash death toll expected to rise and shake-up of sickness benefits. BBC Three Counties Radio. Two more people have been arrested in connection with a murder after a man was stabbed in what Thames Valley Police are calling a targeted attack in Buckinghamshire. The victim, thought to be in his 20s, died in Church Street in High Wycombe on Saturday night. A 36-year-old woman and a 30-year-old man, both from Beaconsfield, have been arrested on suspicion of conspiracy to murder. Detectives are already questioning two men over the stabbing. They're both aged 37 and from Ealing. A man in Buckinghamshire says his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Colin Davy says the authority has failed to contact them since March about reassessing his daughter Chloe, who's severely disabled. Ben Nye has the details. Buckinghamshire County Council, like all local authorities, took over responsibility for people receiving the Independent Living Fund in July. Colin Davy's daughter Chloe cannot walk or talk and uses the money to pay for carers to help her live in her family home. The Buckinghamshire Disability Service say around 80 people are eligible in the county and they have concerns about similar problems. The Civil Aviation Authority says it's reviewing the safety regulations governing air shows following Saturday's crash in West Sussex. At least 11 people are thought to have died in Shoreham and police have said more victims could be found later today. Islamic State has blown up an ancient Greco-Roman temple in the Syrian city of Palmyra. The blast also damaged some Roman columns in the city, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Shopping centre bosses as far away as Manchester are being accused of behaving unethically for supporting their own development in Milton Keynes. 
General managers of Intu stores around the country provided letters of support for their own application in the Midsummer Place shopping centre. Tony Fisher has more. Some people in the town have told us this amounts to a deception and accuse Intu of doubtful ethical business standards. The multi-million pound investment will remodel parts of the existing shopping centre, including restaurants, shops and a luxury boutique cinema. Intu says it's only natural that those closely involved in the development would want to officially voice support for a project they're involved in. Plans to reform sickness benefits are expected to be set out by the Work and Pension Secretary this morning. In a speech, Ian Duncan Smith will say that relentless efforts must be made to get people off welfare and into work. He'll call for employers to do more to support their staff when they fall ill and for greater help for people with mental illness. Fans of the boy band One Direction have reacted with dismay to reports that the group members are to go their separate ways in March. They're said to be preparing to take a year's break, although there's been no official confirmation. In sport, Watford are still yet to win in the Premier League after their third draw in the top flight. Yesterday saw a goalless draw against Southampton at Vicarage Road. The weather, cloud building this morning with spells of rain throughout the day, some of that heavy and thundery, feeling cooler than of late with a high of 17 degrees Celsius, at 63 Fahrenheit. And you can get all the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. What? What? I'll have none of it, sir. Morning! And a very special morning this morning, of course, to Mr Derek Groom. Morning, Derek! Derek says on Facebook, Ian, Dealey was good, but you're great. Bless you, Derek. Thank you, mate. So, the way the show works is I sit here and talk nonsense. You can call in if you want and interrupt or not. And you can call in about the stuff that I'm talking about or the stuff that you want to talk about. The things we don't do. We don't do birthdays. We don't do dog shows. And I swear, hand on heart, I will never, ever do poetry on this radio show so long as I am drawing breath. Ever felt sorry for a fat kid? Ever been in an earthquake? Ever been ripped off in your own premises? Wasp girls? Oh, and anything you fancy. 03459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Celez uh, texting in. Ian, great to have you back. Thank you, Celez. I do not get this text. Ian, you are a Muppet. I get that bit. get that all the time. From his family. Thanks, Mum. Gonzo. Sorry? Oh, no, 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 I'm not Gonzo. Do you know who I am? I'm Beaker. Oh. I'm Beaker. Hi. Which one was Beaker? What um, did he say? There was Bunsen and Beaker. Beaker's on yeah, you actually the same mouth. And you look like you look like the fel- Bunsen, the ball fellow with the glasses. That's we're scoins, going, surely. We're going. No, I'm doing the Swedish Chef. Well, we're going today. We're going to do an experiment. No, that's the, the Swedish Chef. I, I, anyway, it don't matter. I much more the count. One crazy bet. You're, ah, you're, ah, you're, you're ah, close ah. with the count. Oh three four five nine. Put that back. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Anyway, so Ian, you are a Muppet casualty. Is legendary. Now, it, uh, when Casualty first started, I quite liked it because I thought ch- I liked Charlie's. Um, 
Oh, he just... He, he was he, so rumpled. He was so rumpled. And I liked him in The Long Good Friday. And um, he just... Uh, authority, he wouldn't have it. He, he, he'd stand up for the, the rights of his workers and the boss would tell him what to do and he'd be like, oh, no, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Turns out he's like that in real life. Mm. Miserable. Um, but now it looks like it's now it looks like it's filmed on VHS. But don't you play the casualty game? Used to, of course. Work you, out what the what the who's gonna be disease what? is going to be. Or? Oh look, there's there's casualty is like quantum leap. I don't need a ladder. I'm just going to use this chair. It'll be fine. No, but casualty is like quantum leap mm. because in quantum leap you're always looking for the big thing. You should be looking for the small, yeah. the micro, not the macro. Yeah. Um, and in casual, it's the same thing. So there will be a kid um, juggling fire whilst mm. he's racing a bicycle down a mountain way. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, God, he's going to get that stuck up his backside. Mm. Um, it's not. It's the old fella who's watching him, yeah. who trips over a pebble yeah. and um, falls and the, down a shaft. And the goat eats him. Exactly. That's what happens in casualty. I used to like Claire Goose, who was in casualty. Yes, excellent. And, and, until I upset Claire Goose. Claire Goose came on a television show that I was presenting with my friend Kate and she came on and we thought it would be funny to sing Claire Goose to the tune of Footloose. Oh. She did not think it was funny. A Claire Goose, a Claire Goose. She didn't find that as amusing as we did. Did it bring back terrible memories of school? Probably. And I also used to... I, was it, who was it who killed herself with vodka? Was it Duffy? Did she? I don't know. Someone, Stop watching it before the Someone end of OD... Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, five, 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 five. It's the fun phone in. Who killed themselves from casualty with vodka overdose? I don't think it was Duffy, actually. Mm. Someone who... It may have been Claire Goose. Claire Goose, kick Claire up Goose. your Sunday shoes. Doesn't what? quite work, does it? it? No, no, it works very, very well. It works better than you... Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number. Have you seen you've got um, a text message from Solihull? No. Yeah, you have. Oh, Birmingham, massive big up the WM um, people, yes? Uh, request here, can we please have some more Tijuana brass, preferably walk in the Black Forest? Not a problem at all, I've got it. That's but... from Ian of Solihull. Hey, it's good, we've got loads of people walking the Black Forest. We'll have that in a bit after this next story. It's, um, we, yeah, yeah, but definitely, we've got loads of people, um, defectors from WM. Welcome, welcome. Shh, come and hide under these stairs. I won't tell anybody you're here. Oh, we're also doing Wave You Slept Once. Oh, yeah. Damon says... This is Posh Damon, I think. Oh, good morning to you, sir. Would you like more buttered scones, sir? Would you like a buttered scone, sir? He's saying battered. Would you like a battered scone, sir? I want... would. You like, would you like more tea, sir? You... I sound like an American doing an English accent. You do. Good morning, sir. Did you sleep well, sir? Here's the daily newspaper, sir. That's for Damon. Damon says, in his grand way... Ian, I once woke up after a night out on a mini roundabout. No, a rindabite. A rindabite. Let's go and listen to some chairs. Some what? Cheers. Some chairs. Listen to chairs. Are you nuts, mate? No, it would listen to chairs. Ch- is he? Now he's saying jazz. Oh. That's what posh people do all the flipping time. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Now it's on to slightly more serious things. Um, a Buckinghamshire man is furious with his local council after his daughter's disability payments were cut without warning. Colin Davies' daughter, Chloe, needs 24-hour care and received the Independent Living Fund to help her live with her family at home. Uh, Colin joins me now. Where are There you are, Colin. Morning, Colin. Good morning, Ian. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about Chloe. How old is she and, 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 and what help does she need? Um, Chloe is 24. Um, she has a deletion of a number seven chromosome missing. What does that and mean? She, 
Well, it means effectively she can't walk, talk, crawl, and needs twenty-four hour support for you know for all her all her needs. And you've been getting because um, it gets so confusing the Independent Living Fund and the, what was the DLA and all of these different things. And I, I have a little bit of experience with it, but um, you can help fill in the blanks. How long has she been receiving financial support in the form of the ILF or the DLA? Well, I, I can't remember, but it's at least five years. Yeah, at least five years, and the government changed, um, well, closed it on the foot on the first of July. And how important was that money? What did it allow you and, and, and Chloe to do? Well, it, it allowed for carers to come in, for respite care, accessing the community, all those things. Now that the um, the budget's been stopped, that putting extra pressure on my wife and the family to do. And the big issue here, I think, is Bucks County Council are saying one thing, or appear to be saying one thing, and doing something completely different. Um, Mr Appleyard put out a statement of where um, they said that they had reassessed all 81 carers, um, 81 users. Well, in in Chloe's case, they haven't. Uh, Miss Alison Ballman, the head of service at uh, Bucks County Council um, on the 11th of March said that she would be contacting Chloe. We've never heard another word. There's been no no consultation, notification, assessment to change her eligible needs. So they just Um, just cut the the money, did they? That's right. Completely? Yes. Uh, And how did you find out that was happening? Was it you just didn't get a payment into your bank account one day or did you get a letter or...? No, no, there was no payment into the bank account. Really? It was just, so I'm laughing because that, that's because it seems incredibly cold and shocking. So you, you expected the money to go in, and you looked, yeah. and it wasn't there. That's right. Gosh. Callous, callous, I would call it. Um, yeah, I could go along with that. Um, when was the last time you tried to make contact with Bucks County Council? <sighs> that's a very awkward... Well, no, actually, I wrote to them. I wrote to them last Wednesday and notified them, um, you know... Of what had happened, and I, I wrote to Alison Ballman again, and you know if it had been a mistake, they could have easily turned around and said, "Oh, we're sorry, we've made a mistake, and you know we'll just uh, reinstate it." But no, what did she do with the letter? She just sent it to her complaints department. So you know here you've got the service director at Buckinghamshire County Council doesn't even bother to write to the carers of severely, severely disabled people. I'm, I'm just. You know, a gasp by it all, really. Um, we have got a statement from Bucks County Council. Uh, it yeah. basically says, we can't talk about it, the, 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 the line is here, we are, as we are unable to discuss individual cases in public, we would like to urge Mr Davey to contact us directly so we can help him resolve this issue as soon as possible. Well, Ian, the thing is, I've got the 11th of March letter here where Miss Bullman said... We would aim to do this, uh, we would be contacting Chloe uh, between the 1st of April and the 30th of June. I'm not sure why it's up to me to contact Bucks County Council when I've already written to them and surely they should respond to that letter in a positive fashion. Well, yeah, yes, but um, I'm having to deal with Bucks County Council around a funding issue for care and I'm having to chase them up. I'm having to make phone calls saying, I've still not received this, I've still not received that. You, you kind of do have to chase them up, don't you? Well, I do, but... I didn't really want to bring this up, but I'm, I'm in a sort of a legal battle uh, with my son, and that case has been going on three and a half years. And I don't particularly really want to get in, into it. I think it's up to Bucks County Council. They, 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 have, a, they have a legal obligation. Well, here. yeah, they do. I mean, they do. It, it says here the council's 
uh, the council's legal duty is to meet um, an individual's assessed eligible needs. Chloe's assessed eligible needs haven't changed. Therefore, they should not have cut that money. They shouldn't have cut it anyway, and least of all, they should not have cut it without consultation, notification or an assessment. Well, then you need, you need to... Um, uh, uh, and I know, you know, we've all got stuff in our life that gets in the way of things, yeah. but you need to go and give them a kick up the backside then. <laughs> well, you do, you, and I say that with the greatest respect. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm yeah. having to, to phone them constantly uh, about documents that haven't been sent out. I'm going to have to give them a call this yeah. week to see if they've got the documents that I've sent back. Um, and it's a pain and it's a nuisance, but... Um, I, my suggestion would be, Colin, that that's what you're going to have to do. And, yeah, it would be nice if they did reply. It looks like they're not going to. Yes. And that's it. And it's, it, it, to yeah. me, it's just typical. It's, yeah. You know, it's just, just the way things are at the minute. Yeah, and, it is. Know. And it's sad and it's wrong and it's heartbreaking and it's frustrating and it's annoying and it's all of those things. Um, but, unfortunately, I think that's quite, the way it is. But Chloe's quite lucky. What about all the other people out there that yeah. don't have the support that Chloe has? Oh, yeah. You know, how many other, how many other ILF, ex-LRILF users have had their budgets cut. Oh, and there will be people as well, Colin, who'll just go, oh, it's been cut, oh, well, that, that, they must they must be right. They're the council. They exactly. must know what they're doing. Exactly. Um, and, and Go on, sorry. No, well, no, no, you, you go on, sorry. I was just going to say, you know, <clears throat> it's taken me a long time to realise, actually, the council are as clueless, as it's sometimes more clueless than we are, because we, you know, people in, respond, in positions of care often know more about the rules and the laws and the regulations than the council do. Yeah. Would the BBC be interested to take calls from other people in case they've had their... If anyone... Listen, Colin, we're always happy to take calls on, on, on anything on this show. If there is anybody listening who's in that position, 03459 555. Listen, I, I, it, it, it breaks my heart that, that as a country, um, we, you know, we don't look after our most vulnerable people as well as we should. I yes. sincerely wish you and your family the very best of luck, Colin. Thank you. Well, thanks thank, for having me on. Thank you very much indeed. Let us know how uh, it progresses. We take calls on anything on this. If you, uh, you know, if you're affected by that story, oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Of course. Right. Let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Chichley, the A509 is closed southbound because of an accident between the A422 at Chichley and the Rennie Lodge roundabout in Newport Pagnall. John's called to say that that's close and it's very busy nearby. On the A1 southbound, there are queues from Holiday Inn towards Stirling Corner and also in High Wycombe on the A40 London Road where the temporary traffics are at Queen's Road. It's looking quite busy on the speed sensors. On the motorways, the M25 is busy anti-clockwise from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. And on the trains, Thameslink are reporting delays between Bedford and Brighton and Luton and Sutton because of a shortage of train crews. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. It was Kelly Liddle. Sammy? She's gone. Sorry? Sorry? It, it was Ke- <laughs> it was it was it was Kelly Liddle. Who's Kelly Liddle? Uh, she was <laughs> the nurse that killed herself in casualty. Oh no! Like it was like years ago. And okay, it, was, and it didn't it happen ac- on Saturday. It was like years ago, and it was um, a, a, a TV doc- a TV program, drama. So it's n- well, none of it yeah, is but, real. Yeah, but casualty's good, isn't it? Oh, not you as well. <laughs> and I, I had a massive crush on her, if I'm honest. But I could just never tell her. 
Sammy Bruff I'm referring to, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Morning, you very much. Morning, Mr Message, David. It's Kelly oh. calling from BBC. Oh, that's Kelly. That's Kelly leaving a message. Kelly's posh voice, that. Kelly's posh voice, I say. Mm. Just, just clicking some buttons. Don't, nothing for you to worry about. 7.17, Monday the 24th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Two people have been arrested on suspicion of murder after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe on Saturday night. Police in West Sussex say the number of people known to have been killed in Saturday's plane crash could rise when the wreckage of the aircraft is removed from the scene later. And a Buckinghamshire man whose disabled daughter needs round-the-clock care says his local council have cut her disability payments without warning. Even if you can't get to the match... Already, we're hearing stories of Watford fans saying that they are going to struggle to get here. All listen to the commentary... Quick feet, hasn't he? Quick feet and good skill and good vision. You can still keep up to date with your local team with Three Counties sport. There is the half-time whistle. It's nil-nil. Plenty to ponder. Follow us on Twitter to get all the team news. There's two changes from the team that won at Barnet on Saturday. Goals as they happen. Trying to make room for the shot. Barriott into the corner of the net. Super goal from Luton Town. And reaction at the final whistle. Momentum changes very quickly in these games and uh, we're disappointed for that. Twitter.com slash BBC3CR and stay up to date with your local team. Who was the... um... Who was the guy from Solihull? Ian. What did he want? Uh, just saying uh, some things here. No. Stuff. Who was the one who wanted the song? Oh, yeah, he wanted... Uh, <laughs> Tia- <laughs> That's why I asked. Where, who was, was Ian. he? Was Ian. Yeah, I know. Ian in Solihull, spelt wrong. Yes. Well, Solihull's spelt right. Yeah. Um, or is it Solihull? Oh, please. Anyway, he wants Tijuana Brass and Walk in the Black Forest. OK, well, here it is. This is what we do for the... This is what we do here at... Uh, not at that other place. Oh, here, this is what we do. What texts have we got? And I know we haven't got many, so. Damon says. Is it Posh Damon again? Yeah. Would you like. Good morning, sir. Would you like your English newspaper, sir? I think this is a result of you saying that never, never, never will we have poetry in this programme. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing to attention. My one hand is on my heart, my other hand is saluting the Queen. I swear. As long as I shall live, we will never have poetry on this show, ever. Posh Damon writes... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like the dew of grass. No. Like the grapes pressed through glass. I have to censor you. I cannot allow that to... um... Poetry on the radio. I hate it. Never going to happen. Never. Huh? There's a bit about we in it. I thought you might like it. No, never. I hate poetry on the radio. You... I used to work on a local, uh, on a London radio station doing a late night phone in. Did you? Yeah. Is it good? It was good when I was there. Um, soulless now. And um, we would get you get constantly get half past twelve old women phone up saying I'm eighty two. Didn't ask. I've written a poem. I didn't ask for that either. And they'd read their turgid poetry. That was awful. It was all da 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 da. And sometimes I'd have words in, and it was just. Awful. You know who started this? Who's uncorked this particular genie bottle? Go on. Justin. Oh, for Last it. week, he started writing poetry. Oh, now, you say writing poetry. I mean, it was something else than I ha- poetry. I hate poems. I hate poems. And I, 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 I although I'm, do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm going to start getting into, I've decided? Have a guess. Painting. No. Kelly? Karate. No, S&M. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Marks and Spencer's and Marks. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. You know, the next couple of weeks, 
I'm going to give reggae a really good crack. I'm going to give reggae a really good crack. I found the shortcut into it, okay? Uh, Is it no doubt? <laughs> Don't speak. Uh, no, you know, you know my my shortcut in is um is this is this okay? This is I'm obsessing about this. Have you heard this? Now this is kind of like this is more dub, isn't this it? This is dub, but it's got the reggae, the skank guitar. This is this song terrifies me. Do you know what? All right, Kelly. Do you know what song this is? Do you know what song this is? Listen to the beginning. This is this is this is this is classic name that tune. Okay. Listen to the humming. Imagine it's a trumpet, it horns. Imagine it's horns. And is it a reggae song? No. No. What era is it from? It was from the 60s. This is 1979. I, I bet. bet. I, I bet. bet. I bet. Oh. One more time, then we're going to mm. go into it. Okay. Any ideas? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I knew you'd hate this, and it's flipping brilliant. This is this. I don't hate it. Do this... you know the second and third time I listened to it, I liked it more? Yeah, no, it's a grower. Oh, I, and I can't stop listening to it because the, 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 the humming, they couldn't afford horns, so they hummed. And it's terrifying. Do you know what it reminds me of? The humming bit. Yeah. That thing we used to it's, do to um... teachers, it drives them absolutely yeah, yeah. loopy. Oh, it's terrifying. It's, 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 it's haunted, this song. This song has got ghosts in it. All right, say it again. Is it heard it through the grapevine? Yes. Let's find out. So she said yes, but yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. That's right, guys. We're playing the slits on BBC Local Radio. Heard it through the baseline. Yes, we're playing the slits, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know my favourite bit? Yeah. Took me by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. She's dead now, unfortunately. Her, uh, her name's Aria. <laughs> This, this is the, the key, I think, to reggae, to open the reggae door. The red, gold and green door. And behind that door, you can just smell the ganja wafting through. This is the key. Do you like Buster Blood Vessel? Oh, for Christ. I'm in your head in that way. I met him once. He was obnoxious. All right, I'm not saying and about him personally. Here we go. I'm guessing we have the next guest isn't there. That's why I'm playing this. No, he's not. Heard it through the bass line. It's a grower. It's a grower. You're, you're listening at home, hating this, hating it. But honestly, it gets better and better. You're hating this, aren't you, Den Den? It certainly couldn't get any worse. Tell you who's loving this. Shirley on the text. Yeah, go on. Loves it. Welcome back, Ian. You're fantastic. Oh. Can tell you back. It's brilliant. And so- it's kind of what she's saying. So Les is digging as well. Ian, I thought Justin was good, but this is incredible. Keep up the good work, sir. Oh, 
You digging it, Dan? I was thinking, have they just let you out or are they going to take you back in again? He likes it. He likes it. Dan, Dan, what you got for us, boss? I just wanted to know, first of all, when will we see you on a Saturday trying to win this this, um, game with celebrities? Oh, I just smelt um, a dead man's perfume. I just got... I just got... Well, oh, yeah, while I've been away. Sorry, sorry. Hang on. Yeah, I like that bit. <laughs> da, 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 da. She sounds like an English Bjork. Yeah. Well, it's the Slits and it's the album of the week, Cut. More tracks throughout the week. <laughs> Said Ken Bruce. Um, oh, yeah, while I've been away, I've become really spiritual. You and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just then, then, I just got a waft of a dead man's perfume. Well, it wasn't mine. Are you wearing perfume or aftershave? Cologne? Uh, not yet. Are you dead? No. Okay. Hang on, big finish. It's growing on cow's bells. Look, it's growing. It's a grower. Danny's dancing in the park outside. Here we go, big finish. Yeah, Den Den, what the hell do you want? Because Danny's outside, suffering in the cold. Anything could happen to him in that park. It's got history. Who was? The park. The park and pretty boys. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad to have you back. Thanks very much. I don't know. You're referring to the episode of Pointless where I go on with Keith Chegrin. I've got no idea when they're showing it, and I won't know until I see my mum, and she'll go, oh, you're on the telly last week. So um, if I I find out in advance, then, then, I shall uh, let you all know. I'm Googling Ian Lee Pointless. You don't like poetry. You don't like poetry. No, poetry sucks. What is um, songs but poetry set to music? No, they're songs. Yeah, but it's poetry set to music, No, there's No, no, they're songs. The songs, yes, but there's yes. poetry set to no, music. No, no. It doesn't have to rhyme. No, to they're poetry. songs. Yeah, well, that's what you say. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Um, uh, 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 Daniel-san? Yes. Hey, I love that version of the uh, reggae heard it through the game. Great vine. The, uh, the reggae heard it through the game vine? What the no, hell is sorry, going on? Games in the brain. Games I, in the brain. I can see you. I can see you. I can see you, baby, shaking your bum. Change you the lyrics. Described me as a pretty boy. That's Very nice. pretty boy. And oh, I'm, dig- I'm digging the look. Because of, of Denden, Daniel son, uh, we haven't got time to talk to you now. Are oh. you okay to loiter in that park? I can see you. Yep. You can I go can and play on the swings if you want. Oh, lovely. Go and play on the swing, and we come yeah. back to you after after news news. It's only raining. Ta-ta. It's uh, oh. Was there a tone there? Little tiny one. There was a... It's a pretty tone, though. Uh, uh, so pretty. It's a dreamy. Very, very pretty tone, tone. Let's get... I've done it, I think. Yes. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The A509 in Chichley is closed southbound between the A422 and the Rennie Lodge roundabout at Newport Pagnall because of an accident and the recovery work going on. It's causing some delays on both approaches. On the A1 southbound in Boreham Wood, there are queues between the Holiday Inn and the Stirling Corner. And on the M25, it's busy anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. On the trains, Thameslink are reporting delays between Bedford and Brighton and between Luton and Sutton because of a train short, a shortage of train queues. And the 740 train 
train from Luton, Luton to Sutton is cancelled and the 746 train from Luton to Sutton is also cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. You <laughs> have it. Uh, do you remember, the, have you seen this? Um, <laughs> there's a very funny tweet that's kind of a little bit niche, but I'm, I'm digging niche at the moment. I don't think we should make it easy for you guys. Um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, where's it gone? Oh, Ian says, get the carnival lads to give us a guide to reggae. Do you remember those carnival lads that came in to argue about speakers? <gasps> can, we, can we get no, those No, I think gu- we should close that chapter. Can we get those guys on again? Ah, uh, I've become spiritual and I'm going to start digging reggae. What is happening to the I world? Have been in an earthquake? Well, <laughs> there we go. That's, that's, that's why um, I'm really pleased to be back. The computer system is so user-friendly. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. with the news and sport, I'm Louise Parry. It's emerged that the pilot of the plane that crashed in Sussex this weekend is from Hertfordshire. Andy Hill, who's 51 and comes from the village of Sander near Buntingford, is critically ill in hospital after his plane crashed, killing 11 people. Two more people have been arrested in connection with a murder after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe. The victim, thought to be in his 20s, died in Church Street on Saturday night. A man in Buckinghamshire says his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Colin Gate-Davy says the authority has failed to contact them since March about reassessing his daughter Chloe, who's severely disabled. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. It was a draw again for Watford in the Premier League yesterday. The Hornets were held till a nil-nil draw against Southampton at Vicarage Road. But Watford midfielder Ketchi Anya wants to focus on the positives. Well, obviously it was a draw, but you've got to think of the two clean sheets that we've kept at home now. But today I think the Eagle one and maybe the, the Caps one. If we have a bit more luck on, on their side, they could have, we could have scored. But, you know, um, we'll take the positives out of it and we'll go to Manchester City trying to, trying to get some points there now. In athletics, Usain Bolt produced one of the best performances of his career as he beat Justin Gatlin to win his third 100-metre world title. Gatlin, a two-time doper and the clear favourite, came into the final in Beijing on a 28-race unbeaten run. Meanwhile, Jessica Ennis-Hill says her heptathlon gold medal at the World Athletics Championships is one of the greatest moments of her career. The Olympic champion only decided to compete in Beijing within the past month. The sport's been engulfed in doping allegations in recent weeks, but Ennis-Hill says she tried to ignore these stories going into the championships. There has been some really negative press and um, it's horrible to read. I think when you come into a championships like this, you've just got to keep focused on what you need to do and try not to get too caught up in everything else. And I was just focusing on each event and wanting to, to do my very best here. Lewis Hamilton extended his lead at the top of the Formula One Drivers' Championship to 28 points with a dominant win at the Belgian Grand Prix. The world champion converted pole position into a lead on the first lap and won ahead of teammate Nico Rosberg. And after being named the Player of the Ashes series, England batsman Joe Root says their next aim is to regain their position as the number one test-playing side in the world. England lost the fifth and final test but take the series 3-2. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man so fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV 
do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. Hey, hello. I might fall from a tall building, I might roll a brand new car, cause I'm the unknown stuntman to make Rensford such a star. Spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or toss and throw a I'm the unknown stuntman that made Eastwood look so fine. Okay. 03459 I forgot to say that at 7.30 today, and it's now, um, we were going to play iPod Roulette. I needed two players to play it. Look at my hand! <laughs> Guys? <laughs> um, so we need two players for iPod Roulette. Not what's, you two. What's the number? Oh. Three. Four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, oh, five, right. five. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it in the rounds. Okay, so we've got. Okay. Oh, gosh. Here's the telephone number. Oh. Three. Four. Five. Nine. Four. Double, five. Double, five. five. Oh. Okay, 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 fine. Don't worry. I can't remember what the number is when I do it slowly. Oh. Three. Four. four. Oh. oh. Three. Four. Five. Nine. Four. Double five. Double five. Five. Yes. <laughs> you did the number the wrong way around. You did it back, back, um, <coughs> um, bum to... Still, still works. Still bum works. to knocker. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double five, five, double five is the phone number. We need two players for iPod roulette. So but basically what you need is, um, they didn't want it, we'll have it, it's good. Uh, an iPod. You need, well, or an any MP3, generic MP3 player or a computer that can play songs at random. You go head... What? I mean, people know that. So, I hate it when the BBC... Or BBC, a compilation CD. No. Yeah. No! There's not enough songs on there. You won't be a, a contender. At a stretch, you can have like a load of CDs in a row. Oh, and no, you point it around. It's tricky. Doesn't matter. CD changer in your car. No. Don't you need a shuffle facility? <laughs> I had a posh car once, right? When I, when oh. I had money... <laughs> what? Once when I had money, I bought a really expensive car. What kind? Um, an Audi. Oh. Twenty-one thousand pounds. Yeah, no, no. Wow. Ah, I, um, uh, Dean Gaffney had bought one from the same place the week before. Wow, you are exactly. similar. I mean, I bought it on the Never Never, and it was so posh. It had a CD changer no way. in the boot. Yes. You had to preload six <laughs> yeah. CDs in the boot. Where's the luxury in that? It was, and it was under the rug where the wheel was. You had to lift the rug up, get the CD changer, then you got six CD cases just floating around. What's that all about? <laughs> And I hate it when you're on an aeroplane and they bring you the food and it's like this tiny... What's that all about? Gosh. And then I hate it when you're staying in hotels and then they put chocolate on your pillow. What's that all about? You should take that to Edinburgh. That's what that's all about. That's, I'm, I'm going to send that to Michael McIntyre. The big bucks. Mm. The big fat bucks that he is. Now... <laughs> Um, so, uh, you need to tell us that story. 03459 555. We need two people with um, uh, an MP3 player, an iPod. Uh, you come on, you go head to head. It's dead simple, and you win a prize. And what's the prize? Oh, I don't flip it. Kelly? Not, one night with Kelly. Uh, so, anyway. Um, it's cheap. I'm not going to lie. In it, though. Is that boy still out there? 
I've yeah. done it, yeah. Daniel Sun, wax on, wax off! Hello, I'm live from the slide in Dunstable. Live from the live from the slide. He go up, he go down. Don't get your feet on the slide. No, it's where it's. I am. I'm here. Hold on, so you can see me. There's lots of slides here. Don't put that wood chip on the bottom of the slide, even though it's fun. Other kids have to come down in it. Yeah. What you got for us, Daniel San? Well, I came in this morning and you were moaning about fat kids. You were showing off about being in an earthquake. Well, let 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 us uh, coitus interrupt us. Um, I was showing off about being in an earthquake. That's right. I wasn't moaning about fat kids. I was telling a very delicate story about how I saw one and felt sorry for him and was trying to encourage my kids to go and play with him. Right. Then he ate one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the people at Dunstable, they're not too fussed about fat kids, to be honest. Oh. But earthquakes, I found one of Earthquake's biggest fans. John, he's got a favourite earthquake. He told me all about it. Oh, hang, and on. Other hang on, people hang on, Dunstable, hang on. There were very, very specific instructions. And I'm just going to turn your fader down for a second, Daniel Sam, while I, I go back to the production team. Oh. The in- who remembers the specific instructions I got? I gave that boy. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you bet. He used to ask, "Ever been in an earthquake?" And if they said well, whatever their answer was, Ian has. Yeah. And then uh, ever felt sorry for a fat kid? That was it. Yeah. Ever been in? So let's practice it. Kelly, mm. ever been in an earthquake? No. Ian has. Oh. Ever felt sorry for a fat kid? Sometimes. Catherine, ever been in an earthquake? Yeah. Well, so has Ian. Do you feel sorry for a fat kid? Always. That was that was it. Now, I, I see we've got one minute twenty-five of audio coming up. Yep. Daniel San. Yes. Am I going to get what I have just reenacted with, um, and I've got to say it, two beautiful looking ladies. You are looking hot. Recognise. Your booty, your top bits, the eyes, the window to the soul, the lips, the teeth. Oh, just. You're looking like so much beautiful ladies that I'd love to see you bent over a kettle making me a nice cup of coffee. I'm still here. Yes, Daniel San. Yeah, yeah, yes, you'll get all that and more. I didn't want more. I specifically didn't. Well, I, specifically... I treated you. I'll treat you in a minute. Have you ever been in an earthquake? No. No. Never. Are you sure? Yeah, totally. Because Ian has. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ever felt sorry for a fat kid? Yeah, of course. Why? They're adorable. Ever been in an earthquake? An earthquake? No. Ian has. I've got to get a bus, mate. Which bus? One of them. Doesn't matter which bus? No. Where are you One going? Those Milton Keynes. So it probably doesn't matter which bus. No. Ever been in an earthquake? No. Ian has. Oh, has he? I've never been one, but I've, I've, I've seen them on TV, but never been in one myself, so... You a big earthquake fan? Yes, I like films of earthquakes and everything like that, so... What's your favourite earthquake? Uh, the one that... Well, couldn't say it was favourite, but the one that hit Everest, because it was the biggest one ever. Have you ever been in an earthquake? In an earthquake? Yep. No. Well, Ian has. Who's Ian? Who? Ian Lee. Oh, okay. Right, and? Well, that's just it. <laughs> the point is? I think it was 4.5 on the Richter scale. But that's not much, though. All right, you're bidding one. <laughs> Ever felt sorry for a fat kid? A what? A fat kid. A fat kid? Yeah. What do you, what do you mean, a fat kid? A child who is fat. Um... Not really. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oh, <laughs> How can he have no sympathy? Oh, he's passed with he's passed with flying colours. That was that was beautiful. Was that right? That was beautiful. Um, in fact, I want to use you in the next hour for something. We were thinking cool. we were going to get palmed off with um, a, a chance, as we often do. We like this one. We like this. We like Daniel. Have we got your week, Daniel San? No, only tomorrow. Right. We'll see about that. Can we? Can we? Can we? What you doing? What, why? Why have we not? What oh. you doing Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? I'm helping out Roberto. I'm working on setting up your show. 
Yeah, yeah, right. No. No, 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 no. no. We, 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 I, I want you out doing more. Uh, right, what can we, um, what can we send them out on? Give us, what, we, what are we talking about? Want to find the vibe on casualty? Yeah, OK. Can you... OK, I want you to ask that specific question. What's the vibe on casualty? <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, Daniel son. He's good, isn't he? Hey, that was a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, if I'm honest, a load of old rubbish. Mm. So I told you to cut it down from two minutes to one minute 25, and you did. I actually uh, knew his potential. I've <sighs> always seen it. Wax on, wax off. He's not just a pretty face. He's, he's not I even mean, that. He's pretty buns as well. Oh. Uh, Texas. Yes. Well, I've got an anonymous text through here whose number ends 06 and they're saying lovely things and um, they don't miss Dealey and uh, they think that you're sounding great. Big up yourself, anonymous texter. No need to be anonymous when um, you're sending out such a great... That's your number. A lot of love there. Fair play to you, says Celez, and a big kiss. Uh, Lee says, love it. From Lee. Happy Monday, all at 3CR. That's kind. Well, this is for you, Lee. You're going to like this. You know, I was... Oh. I was wondering... Mm. Who's going to start singing? Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson, isn't it? <laughs> you know, so Michael Jackson, dear. Do you want to put money on that? Oh, is it you? Do you want to put money oh, on it? It's not a cat. No, it's not me. It's not a cat. Do you want to put money? Let's put ten pounds on it. No. Oh. Let's put let's put breakfast on it. You say you say Michael Jackson. Is it going to be? Um... You know, I was Macca. I was wondering, you know. What's he talking like this for? The force—it's got a lot of power. Because the, the, the mum's in the next room. <laughs> it, it makes me feel like. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Mike Love of the Beach Boys. Who even thought of doing that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is one of the words. It's a shame oh. I can't play um I can't play the Beach Boys versus Buster Rhymes. Oh. Too rude. Yeah, I mean there's a strong Those Beach Boys. There's a strong chance Beach Rhymes. That cuz I mean there's a strong chance that this is just going to um It will. Don't. No, I'm not I'm not going to. Similarly ODB. You get any of that? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. ODB Beach Boys. Okay, okay, cuz um anyway, my computer's crashed. Oh, Stop three. it. Anyway, Matt says the slits Woo-ha! Sorry? Hmm? The Slits? Yeah, we played The Slits. Speech yeah. Local Radio. Thank you. <laughs> hang on, let me get it to the... Um, hang on, let's, hang on. Let's, let's try this one. Hang on a second. Computer's very slow. Computer's slow this morning. I think we're all right. Is it Sparky's Magic Piano? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kelly, you missed out on Sparky's Magic Piano, which was the most terrifying records that scared you. 03459 uh, records that terrified you. Talking heads. Um, and you may find yourself... Same as it ever was. Oh, it's terrifying. I heard it on the radio in a dark room when I was about eight. Oh, I was so scared. Do you know what scared me? No, 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 19. Oh, man. 03459 555. Terrifying records. There's no need for this record at all. So? There's no need for this record oh, to have you, been made. Hang on a bit. Well, there's, there's every need for this record to have been made. It's the Beach Boys and Good Vibrations. Do you think he knows it's travel? Ah, forget travel. It's the Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. I'm so no, hot for the Beach again. Boys right now. No, no. It is. Mm. <laughs> oh, 
stop it. Trance. I want to eat my own <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what drugs do. <laughs> 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 oh, we're really. Is I mean, that Mike gonna hate. <laughs> oh no! This is amazing. <laughs> this is actually amazing. But you I have like to, that. That's you good. have to tread carefully with this one. Mm. Hang on, let me see Elliot again. Hang on. You have to tread carefully because it's got. Um, it it's got. There's a lit. There's a bit where let's just say indoor language that you would not associate with America's band is uh, used. Oh. oh, there she is. Missy Elliott in the background. Yeah. Hello. Careful. Hola. I've got it. I'm, I'm riding. I'm riding Missy Elliott. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, think yeah. <laughs> I think that's about as far as we can go with that, ladies and gentlemen. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M40 between the Denham roundabout and the M25, it's also slow through the Swakeley's roundabout at the moment. On the M25, it's very slow in patches anti-clockwise between junction 27 for the M11 and 25 for Enfield. And it's also very busy now on the M1 southbound between junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. On the A421 in Buckingham, it's very busy eastbound at the total roundabout. On the A509 southbound in Chichely, that was closed earlier on between the A422 in Chichely and the Rennie Lodge roundabout at Newport Pagnell, but that has now just been reopened. On the trains, Thameslink are reporting disruptions, delays and cancellations between Bedford and Brighton and between Luton and Sutton because of a shortage of train crews and so the 8.03 services are cancelled. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Right, it's 7.47. <laughs> <laughs> 7.47, it's Monday the 24th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A pilot from Hertfordshire who was involved in the crash at an air show in Sussex remains in a critical condition in hospital this morning. Two people have been arrested on suspicion of murder after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe on Saturday night and a Buckinghamshire man whose disabled daughter needs round-the-clock care says his local council have cut her disability payments without warning. Let's get the web. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. The Met Office have a yellow warning in place until 10 o'clock tonight. That's because we're expecting rain fairly heavy and thundery in places for much of today and into this evening. It's going to, we'll have some brisk winds as well, but feeling quite a bit fresher than the weekend with highs of 17 degrees Celsius. Rain clears overnight, leaving us with a cloudy but dry end to the night with lows of 10 degrees. Sunny spells first thing tomorrow and then another band of rain pushes northeastward. So first of all, a fair amount of cloud and then rain, uh, which will be heavier at times but not as heavy as today and clears in the afternoon. Still quite breezy though and leaving a lot of cloud at the end of the day. Temperatures reaching 18 degrees Celsius. We've got more rain on Wednesday, some heavy bursts in between sunny spells. It's looking wet on Thursday and then brighter on Friday with sunny spells but we may still see some further rain. That's your latest forecast. I thought we'd um, sacked the, uh, we've sacked the Met Office off, haven't we? Yeah, After we, 93 years, we've sacked them off. We've had some terrible weather recently. It was coming, wasn't it? Well, you can, also, you can just get the weather by going on your phone, isn't it? You press the... Um, it took me ages to work this out. You just press the sun button. Where's the picture of the sun? I can never find it. Just look outside. It's exactly. I actually use something called Windows. Oh, I don't use Windows anymore. I'm Apple. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> now, where's the picture of the sun? It's dead easy. Hang on. 
This is why we need the Met Office. I can't, I can't find the picture of the sun on my phone. That's the problem. Every Sunday morning from six. Around 350 people gathered at the Peace Pagoda in Milton Keynes for an interfaith ceremony to remember the dead of Hiroshima. Mike Naylor. There is, of course, a greater challenge, and that is how to abolish all wars Altogether. A new report has provided some stark facts about holiday hunger for many families. We were prepared as a church community to do this when we realised the need that was out there. Every Sunday morning from six. While many different music and Christian festivals are taking place up and down the country, of course, during the summer holidays. We've got a ska band which do some kind of traditional Christian hymns, but in uh, a new format. Mike Naylor, every Sunday morning Sorry. from six on BBC Three Counties Radio. Just clip that bit where the guy's talking about the Scar Band because I cannot believe... Now, I'm, I'm dead spiritual now. Uh, so, but do it quickly, yeah? I cannot believe what that man just said. It's like all of the um, uh, my favourite genres of music combined into one genre pie. What's happening It's to a you? music pudding. And I want to just dig my spoon in and see what comes out and slurp on it. Sounds awesomeness. I'm dead spiritual now. I got it over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to even start listening to reggae and stuff. Um, and uh, like, only like the pop stuff. And um, all right, mate, enough with the heavy typing. I'm trying to have a spiritual moment. Are you be 40? Uh, no, me be 42. <laughs> there. Did you hear that, Kelly? No, what did you say? Do it again. I said, I'm going to get into reggae. That clip's there, by the way. All right, thank you. I'm going up one. But only the pop stuff, you said. So I said, you be 40. I said, no, I be 42. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Because you're 42 years old. That's, that's, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Let's listen to this again, guys. Imagine all of the best genres of music. Christian, Scar, Imagine them together. No, I can't. We've got a ska band which do some kind of traditional Christian hymns, but in uh, a new format. Well, all things bright and beautiful. On a ragged tip. (laughs) It just sounds awesomeness, doesn't it? Oh, I keep saying the phone number. No one's calling in because they all missed nothing. You can have them back soon enough, don't you worry. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double, five. They didn't ring then, though. Oh, good. How many players have we got for iPod? iPod? Mm-hmm. iPod roulette, that's the police officer Should special. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. iPod roulette, is, uh, it's for our boys and girls now. <laughs> In blue. Yeah. But we're not playing that today, we're playing no. iPod roulette. Um, how many players have we got? We need two. Shall I round it up to the nearest hole number? Yes, please. Zero. Okay, well, that's. <laughs> hey, just saying that it's a bad thing. We only need two more. We're not far off the target. Gosh, you really are spiritual now. Oh, three, four. <laughs> oh, Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the phone number if you've got an iPod or an MP3 player. Who am I kidding? There are no other MP3 players. Um, oh yeah, now I wasn't here for this story. What is it? <clears throat> okay. I just know that just because I, I didn't listen when I was away. I can't. It makes me jealous and it makes me feel maudlin. Hang on, I'm not finished. Is it my turn yet? Not yet. Okay. I, I will give you the finger. Um, I'll go on now. I'm giving you the finger. Bucks County show's coming up uh, at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. It's nearly the end of the month now. Isn't it? Nearly so winter. Win- winter draws on. <laughs> Ladies. Sorry. It's nice out, isn't it? I think I'll leave it out. OK, back to this rather important story. The Bucks County show is coming up. And as usual, there will be a presence from the local hunts. Oh, that's nice to be given presents. And their hounds. Yep. Well, a Buckinghamshire lady caught wind of this. Yeah and said to herself, this isn't right, this is supposed to be a family show, this feels a bit political. 
given the fact that there's going to be a big vote re- uh, quite soon to okay. decide whether to repeal the ban. Yeah. Still with me? A little bit. I don't see what her problem is. Well, she says they should either not have them there or they should have the um, counter-argument there. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Loads that... of people agreed with her online. It got put on forums and stuff. She's got over 100,000 signatures. And that woman is Katie Angus? Yes. Right. She came on... She's the anti-hunting lady? Yeah. OK. But the thing is, it's gone massive online. Over oh, 100,000 signatures. Flipping, eh? It's been shared by the likes of Brian May and that. Oh, well. Anyway, so... We got Ray Stollery on to ask him whether she could possibly come along to the Bucks County show and Ray's, represent the anti-argument. Uh, Ray Stollery is, is one of the organisers of the show, He's is the that spokesman correct? for the organisers okay, of the show. Ray, I hope you don't mind me kind of filling in the blanks like that, but I was away and I know this is an important um, uh, uh, story. So, uh, uh, Ray, what uh, is going on? Is, is, uh, have you found space for Katie? Yes, we have. Fantastic. No, well, that was the thing. Oh. Then we got Katie back on and she went, oh, I don't know if I can do it by myself. And I'm a bit worried about the repercussions that may happen. I'm just oh. one person on my own. You do this bit because I've literally I've got no well, idea. She wanted to bring oh. the League of Cruel Sports in on it as well. And that kind of changed things a little bit. And, you know, it wouldn't be just one woman and a table and chair anymore, would it? So there was a little bit of a concern about that. But then at the end of um, the conversation we have with her, you phoned us up again, didn't you, Ray? And said that uh, the organisers had said, right. You can come along, Katie, and only Katie. We'll make sure you're safe. We'll put you near the police stand if it makes you feel more secure, and we'll see what you can do. She's still undenied a little bit, but I understand now she's... Has she come back to you? Yes, she has. What she said? She says that she will be attending the show. Uh, she's uh, taken up our offer of a trade stand facility. Uh, we still need some paperwork back from her, but I'm sure that's in the post, and uh, I'm sure she will be appearing at the show. How long has she got to get that uh, paperwork back into you? Uh, well, we'd like it today or tomorrow. Uh, there's no busting urgency on it, but um, obviously it's got to be there within the next couple of days. She's probably It's probably in the post. We'll probably get it this morning. What about this uh, idea of teaming up with the League Against Cruel Sports? Is that completely out the window now? Uh, well, um, you know, we never we never knew that this lady was connected with uh, the league uh, against cruel sports. Um, that came on afterwards. Um, we don't necessarily want her there as a representative of the league of cruel sports. The, we are bending over backwards. Your Justin Dealey put me into a tight corner. We offered her a table. Then she said she wanted it with the league against mm. cruel sports, which we're not happy with. Yeah. What if they turn up? Because she said that she's not sure she can spend the whole day there. Yeah. I'm not really on this programme to talk about hypothetical situations. Um, I don't think for one minute there's going to be any problems. Okay. Are you prepared for unforeseen circumstances? Uh, 100,000 people signing online doesn't take that much for a couple of those people to turn up and cause problems, does it? No, no, but there's also 20,000 people there from the general public. I don't think it will be any major problem. Okay, good luck. Thank you. All right, right. Listen, nice one. Thank you. I wish you the best of luck with it. I hope it all goes well. Uh, Look, can I just have 10 seconds to publicise the show? You've got 10 seconds. Thank you. Bucks County shows, Thursday, 27th of August. Uh, Included in the show, Bulldogling's stunt team, Royal Artillery Band, Sheep Show, Best of British Livestock. Hang on. A place where townspeople can learn all about rural life and fun the family-friendly atmosphere. Now now my interest is piqued. The Best of British Livestock? Pardon? Did you, did you just say the best of British livestock? The best of British livestock, How do you... Because yes. I, I do like these things. How do you judge a good sheep from a bad sheep? Ah, uh, now you need an expert on that subject, of which I'm not. 
Because all, all, all sheep to me, one. and I don't want to sound sheepish, but all sheep to me look exactly the same. Ah, no. Uh, some have got long hair, some have got short hair, oh, some have got oh. long legs, some have got short legs. Unbelievable. Little minxes. Uh, yeah, Ray, yeah. you've plugged it. I wish you the very best of luck. I hope it goes well. Thank you. Thank you, mate. There we go. That's Ray Stollery. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Catherine. I just thought, you know, I, I, know, I, I followed on Twitter. Uh, I didn't listen. So I thought it best that you do it. Do you know what made it more um, more of a thing than it sounded that when we were talking? Yes. Katie herself. What? You'll have to listen back. I'm not going to. Well, but, she was one of these people who um, talked a lot. Yeah, I'm kind of... Uh, from the little bit of gossip I've heard about Katie, i.e. that conversation just there, I've already made my mind up. <laughs> I've got you two iPod roulettes. Sorry? I've got you two iPod roulettes. No, nah, don't worry about it. Oh, honestly, this will be... This, All right. this. Ooh, we'll do it when, when, Catherine, do a bit of production. When do you want to do it now? Half past eight. Oh, yes. Sorry? This is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Kels. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M40 away from London, approaching the M25 from the Denham roundabout, and also it's busy on the M25 from Junction 25 for Enfield, and it's also slow anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. On the M1 southbound, it's very slow from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne, and earlier in Chidgley on the A509, it was closed southbound between Chidgley at the A422 and the Rennie Lodge roundabout in Newport Pagnell, but that has reopened. Still looking a little bit slow on the speed sensors at the moment, though. On the trains, Thames Link have disruptions, cancellations and delays on services between Bedford and Brighton and between Luton and Sutton because of a shortage of train crews. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Angry texter. Can't believe you're giving Katie Angus is getting more airtime. She didn't. Hope you give the Buck Show guy some airtime to promote the show. Uh, I did. Um, honestly, I know how to do a radio show. Trust me. 03459 455 555 is the phone number. This is unlike any other local radio breakfast show. Okay, we don't fill it with GNS packages and poets and I don't know local food testing and barbershop quartets. We don't do any of that nonsense. This is skills with Z. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8 o'clock, I'm Louise Parry. The headlines, air crash pilot was from Hertfordshire. Murder investigation in High Wycombe and another draw for Watford. BBC Three Counties Radio. A pilot from Hertfordshire involved in the crash at an air show at Shoreham in Sussex remains in a critical condition in hospital this morning. Andy Hill, who's 51 and comes from Sander near Buntingford, was flying a vintage fighter jet when it came down on the A27 during a stunt. 11 people were killed and Assistant Chief Constable Steve Barry from Sussex Police says he fears more victims might be found when the wreckage is moved later today. At the moment we think it's highly likely that 11 people have been killed as a result of the crash. But as the aircraft is moved and as we recover the bodies, we may discover more fatalities. The plan is, is for it to be moved today. As we initiate that process, we have to make sure it's done as safely as possible. But even once the aircraft is moved, there is still an awful lot of uh, recovery. There's an awful lot of forensic examination that needs to take place. A man's been murdered in a stabbing in High Wycombe. The victim, thought to be in his 20s, died in Church Square on Saturday evening. Thames Valley Police have arrested a woman and man on suspicion of conspiracy to murder. Two other men from Ealing are under arrest and being questioned. Police say they believe it was a targeted attack and isolated incident. 
A man in Buckinghamshire says his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without warning. Colin Davies says the authority has failed to contact them since March about reassessing his daughter Chloe, who is severely disabled and needs 24-hour care. He says they've experienced problems ever since Buckinghamshire County Council took over responsibility for benefits in July. Well, it, it allowed for carers to come in, respite care, accessing the community. All those things now that the um, the budget's been stopped, that putting extra pressure on my wife and the family to do. And the big issue here, I think, is Bucks County Council are saying one thing, or appear to be saying one thing, and doing something completely different. Syria's head of antiquities says Islamic State militants have blown up one of the most important ancient temples in the city of Palmyra. The Baal Shemin temple was built nearly 2,000 years ago. Dozens of councils are said to be hiring private debt collection firms to recover unpaid parking fines issued to foreign drivers. The local government association says councils are losing millions of pounds a year because drivers from other EU countries are difficult to trace. Fans of the boy band One Direction have reacted with dismay to reports that the group members are to go their separate ways in March. They're said to be preparing to take a year's break, although there's been no official confirmation. In football, Watford are still yet to win in the Premier League after their third draw in the top flight. Yesterday saw a goalless draw against Southampton at Vicarage Road. The weather for beds, hearts and bucks, a cloudy and wet day with some heavy and thundery showers possible later. Feeling cooler than it has been recently with a top temperature of 17 Celsius at 63 degrees Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Come in. I can hear He's here, no, honestly. Can, no, 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 no. Well, it's the top of the hour, so I press that one. Thank you. I can hear you slowing down and everything. Sorry, thank you. Just talking about the shows we've got planned this week. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. We're going to play iPod Roulette at about half past eight. What songs scared you? That Slit song we played earlier on, I find terrifying but hypnotic. And what was the Talking Heads song, Kath, that terrified me? Same as it ever was. Yeah, I know. I just can't remember the name of it. What was it? Same as it ever was. I know, it's, it's just one song. What is it? Same as it ever was. I know, it's just one song, Catherine. I know it's, it's not changed, but just what song is it? OK, she's playing hard to get. Oh, Tony says, oh, now, yes, I'll have this one. Songs that scare me, Monster Mash, don't be ridiculous, Tubular Bells and War of the Wo- War of the Worlds. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. 81333, start your text 3CR. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. She's, uh, just had, I, I, I'm getting filled in on the, the, the Katie woman um, and some of you have, um, some of you whose opinions I even trust have uh, let me know your thoughts on, uh, on her and um, I, now I understand it guys, now I understand it 03459 555 555 is the uh, telephone number Any Greeks in the audience? Better stand up! Oh, my computer there we go. Mm-hmm. 
We went uh, when we, we went to Greece. Okay, went to Zakynthos, and um, every year we go and see like a show there. I love it when our guests don't answer the phone. It puts me in such a great position. It means I can talk even longer. Uh, and we went. So there's this big. Um, what, what would you? It was in Greece, Catherine. Yeah. It's this theatre in Greece, but it's like outdoors, mm-hmm. and it's like an amphitheatre. Yeah. What do they call it? An amphitheatre. Yeah, and the stage is there, and then the seats kind of go up in a like a like a, a semicircle. Mm-hmm. An amphitheatre. Yeah. What is that called? Any ideas? Amphitheatre? Yeah, it was... I don't know what it was called, though. Was it amphitheatre? It doesn't matter. Anyway, we went um, We went last year and we took the boys there to... Uh, the, the posters up all around town, one night only. Come like, to the amphitheatre. Well, I don't know what it was called. We just knew that there's only one theatre on the island. And uh, last year we went and saw a racist version of Mary Poppins. <laughs> How could it be racist? I don't remember them going to the jungle with blacked up people with bones through their noses. Ah. This year, it was a poster with the pictures of many, many of the most famous Disney characters of all time. I don't think that production was uh, an officially endorsed Disney production. I just... What what gave uh, it away? Peter Pan's moustache. I mean... (laughs) Well, the boy who never grew up. <laughs> it was weird. I mean, I, it was it was it was fun, but it was it was like an hour and a half. It was all in Greek. Uh, it was all Greek to me. Do you know what the, what the Greeks say? You know, we say if they don't understand. We don't understand something. We say it's all Greek to me. Turkish. No, they say it's all Chinese to me. Oh. Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny? The Spanish say that too. Okay. Anyway, where are you going? Nowhere. I'm just waiting. Okay. I can put someone else up if you. But it's fine. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Have you got a caller? No. Nope. Good. Um, so, um, we went and saw this show, Kay. Where? It was in, a, it was in this Greek theatre. I don't know what you'd call it. There's a word for it. It's like outdoors. Describe it. Well, it's like outdoors, and it's like the stage is, is kind of is in front of you, and it, kind of, it sticks out. And then the seats, the seats are amazing. They're kind of just carved into stone, mm-hmm. and they're... It's kind of like a semicircle. It's open air. So it looks a bit like steps, but you can sit on them. Yeah. That sounds like an amphitheatre. I don't know what it, the kind of... I don't know what the word is. Someone's written the Pantheon. <laughs> nice try. Um, anyway, so we saw this show. It was not officially. Uh, if Disney wanna, if they Disney, had a hairy pan. There's a hairy pan. <laughs> I've not seen a hairy pan for years, and I sent it back. Not eating this. <gasps> the girl was terribly upset. The um, Disney can make a. If, if Greece were a rich country. Disney can make a fortune. They just need to send one legal representative to the island of Zakynthos to go and um, close down that show. And all of the shops that have just got Disney characters stuck in the windows. Yeah. I had a similar experience at a caravan park in Norfolk. Oh. They had their very own dance troupe. I say dance troupe. It was three girls. Yeah. There was also a fella who was a singer of sorts. Yeah. And they did a little rendition of, well, medley, really, of songs from Disney's The Lion King. You may be aware of it. Yeah. And to show that they were being lions, they had forks strapped to their fingers. And they had a great big papier-mâché rock that they stood on and and held a baby lion aloft. That was later used by the singer in a different guise. He mounted it, threw some dry ice, and sang Love on the Rocks. Glenn, can you believe what you're hearing? Glenn? Oh, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Let me phone him back. I played the wrong jazz album earlier on. I've got two Beatle jazz albums. I played the wrong one. I played I played the wrong one. You've got two? Yes, mate, and I played the wrong one. Hang on, let me get Glenn. I played the one that is um, accessible and understandable. 
I meant to play. I meant to play this one. Oh, hang on a minute. The computer's gone slow. Morning, Glenn. Morning, nice to have you back. It's, and do you know what? It's um, nice to come back, although I have compl- being away, I've completely mistimed my bodily functions. And um, uh, let's just say, it's uncomfortable here this morning. <laughs> what have you got for us, Glenage? Well, you, you asked about songs that scare you. Uh, the song, this song didn't scare me, but it was quite disturbing in the words. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, that we'll, we'll take disturbing songs, yes. Okay, Suicide by Barkley James Darvis. Oh, flipping it. I, do, I don't know that one. Have a listen to it. It's quite sad, oh. especially as I lost a good friend to suicide many well, years ago. That, that's those, those yes, the the, uh, uh, the literal reminder of, of such a tragic loss is is gonna hurt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's so it's a it's a story about a man who went and he took his life. But have a listen to it. Barker James Harvey's suicide. I, okay, I'm, I'm probably not, but thank you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the jazz album I meant to play. I've got two Beatles jazz albums. This is by the London Jazz Four. No right, no one answering. It don't matter. It don't matter. The stories aren't the show. This guy is. No? Okay. I'm not a man. Wowzers. So, anyway, um, my wife, when she does the gardening, instead of, like, disposing of all the waste, she has been shoving it in the shoving it in the corner of the garden. Oh. She's been shoving it in the corner of the garden, and I went and saw this. Do and you it, mean a compost heap? Well, she puts it on the compost heap, but you can't put branches on a compost heap. No. It needs to be something so slightly damp. So the whole back corner is just full of wood and trees and rubbish, okay? And it made me anxious, old school anxious. So I phoned up some companies to get a quote to come and clear it, right? One company, and I'm I'm not I'm saying this to be descriptive, not to be racialist. Polish. Yes, and um, they said, could you send photos, please, of waste? So I took a picture. Took a picture of my stomach, and they said, "No, we mean waste in the garden." <laughs> oh. I'm here all week. Unfortunately, um, I'm on a roll. Anyway, so I, I, I sent them a picture and a video, and I thought, actually, that's weird. Another company you took said, a video of a static pile. Well, so they could get some uh, sense of sense of depth, some <laughs> sense of depth. Did you put a stick in it? Otherwise, if I just take a picture you, without putting a fifty pence piece next to it, you're not going to know. Um, what's going on? So, I filmed it. Anyway, sent that to them, and they, uh, I just thought it's weird. I found out a couple of people. Were, uh, anyway, I found out one guy. I found out one guy, and he said, I'm in your area, I'll come and have a look tonight. Beautiful, beautiful. Came round, young lad, nice lad. We got talking, we got walking to the end of my garden. I can't do that for the whole song. Anyway, oh, he came and he, and I knew he was in trouble. He went, oh, nice house. Oh, oh. I see, ka-ching. Um, anyway, he looked at the waist. He went, right, that's, that's a lorry load. I'll do a lorry load for 250. I'll do it for you, 230. I went, how about 200? He went, 210, we shook hands. Beautiful. He's seen the waist. Did you go all slow on him? I did go all slow, yeah. He's seen the waist. called him mate a lot. All right. Yes, I did, actually. I've been very, very common. He's seen it. He's quoted 210, right? 
Next day, he says, uh, this, was, this was before I, before I left here, so was, this was on the Thursday. He said, I'll come around Friday morning. I said, I won't be back till about midday. He said, don't worry, we'll climb over the wall, we'll do it. I said, I'll be back at 11. He said, we'll be gone by then. Beautiful. Came back, the waste was still there. I thought, uh-uh, he hadn't, he hadn't even turned up. Problemo. Problem. And it's funny you say it is a Spanish word, because it becomes important to do the rest of the story, Mama. Oh. Que bien. Que casualidad. Hang on, let's, let's, let me get... Hang on, let's get... We need this. Right. Hang on a minute. So, anyway, he turned up about midday, late, with a, a swarthy-looking friend. This is my mate. He's Spanish. You but didn't phone me? The bloke went, No, I'm not. I just live there. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so they do the waste. They're doing the waste. They go, oh, great, doing that. I go, I take him out, I take him out drinks. I gave him some orange juice that was two days out of date. I, I'd swigged it first. It was all right. Just a little bit fizzy. So anyway, they're doing it. They're doing it. And um, turns out that underneath some of the waste was compost. So there was even less waste for them to take because it was compost. And I said, leave the compost. Anyway, I've about an hour. And you know this because I was texting you full of anxiety, full of fear and self-loathing and self-hatred. And I was sending back supportive words. After about an hour and a half, he said, mate... You want to have a look at this? Uh, I went out and he said, yeah, we've nearly finished. I said, yeah, what about that massive pile there? He said, yeah, we, we're not going to be able to take that. And I said, right, um, why? He said, oh, the truck's nearly full, so we won't be able to take that. And me being in, I went, oh, OK, all right, never mind. Well, let us know when you're finished. And I then went inside, was texting Catherine going, these guys are going to totally rip me off here. This is awful. And you, you buoyed me up. You gave me... I said, do you want me to have a word with him? Yeah, and I said, no. And I went out, I steeled myself. He came in and said, we finished, mate. And I went back and there was loads of it there. Loads of it still there, right? And I, 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 I sucked myself up. And that's the noise I made, actually. It snapped. Anyway. And I said, um, what about that there? He said, we can't take it. The truck's full. I said, right, yeah, but I, you gave me a quote for all of that. He said, yeah, we didn't know how much there was. I said, he no. He said it's about two truckloads. So is this now one truckload? This is one truckload. Mm, yeah. And he said... He said, yeah, I didn't know how much there was. I said, well, you did because you came and saw it. That's why you came and saw it and quoted. And also there was less than you thought because underneath that was compost. And he went, he said, yeah, we can't, we can't do it. I went, right, um, get JVS in because JVS can help me with this. Get him in, get, come in. Right. Forget the travel, forget the travel. So these guys come, they give me a quote to clean out some uh, waste in my back garden. Okay, green waste. And then he gave me the quote, and then an hour after doing it, he said, oh, we can't take all of that. It's too much. I said, yeah, but you gave me a quote. He said, well, we can't take all of that. It's too much. I said, but well, why? But he said, we said, we can't take it. And I said, well, why? I'm not going to pay you the full amount of money. He said, no, you're going to have to. I said, well, you've not done the job. Where do I stand legally? Had he given you the quote in writing? Oh, you're so full of facts and, and laws. No, he'd not. Oh. And it was cash in hand. <laughs> right. But that might be a bit difficult then. Well, I mean, how would you prove the quote? Because he said it to me. I remembered it. Well, I know you know it, mm. but, you know, in front of a court of law... Yeah? They're, who are they going to trust? What would you say? I'd say he, t he said... He said a quote. I don't understand... Yeah, but then when the judge says... Sorry, where, where is the... Can you provide up here, me? Up here, you're Im your honour. Imagine it's Judge Judy or the hugely talented Judge Rinder... Yeah. ...who said to you, pass me the quote... Let me see it. 
Basically, well, it's, uh, do you want me to write it down for you? I'll write it down. No, no, no. Show me the written quote. Oh, right, we're going to write it you. now. No, you haven't got anything. No. You're an idiot. Oh. That's what Judge Render would say. Oh, so I've got, no, I got, no, I got a leg to stand on. Yeah. Well, wait to hear what happened next. After the travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's very slow on the M1 southbound between Junction 10 for Luton Airport and 9 for Redbourne. And the M25 has queues anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for the A41 in Watford. The M40 is very slow heading out from London from the Denham roundabout towards the M25. And on the A40 in High Wycombe where the roadworks are between Brandon and Road and the Chorley Road, it's looking a little bit slow on the speed sensors at the moment. It's also looking quite busy on Amersham Road as well on the A404. And on the trains, Thameslink have said that there's a normal more service running again between Bedford and Brighton and Luton and Sutton after there was a shortage of train crews earlier on. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. We'll continue in a second, JVS. Let me just do these headlines. 8.18, it's Monday the 24th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A pilot from Hertfordshire who was involved in the crash at an air show in Sussex remains in a critical condition in hospital this morning. Two people have been arrested on suspicion of murder after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe on Saturday night. And a Buckinghamshire man whose disabled daughter needs round-the-clock care says his local council have cut her disability payments without warning. It's all about the food. We're in the kitchen, the actual kitchen here at BBC Three Counties Radio. Nick Coffer's Weekend Kitchen. I have a confession to make. Go on. Uh. I don't like blue cheese. Ooh. Oh. But oh. I love this. Local chef showcasing simple, straightforward dishes you can try at home. Gooseberry crumble, Thai noodle salad and easy lemon tiramisu. All of those recipes, as always, available on our recipe sheet. Good home cooking That's that it. everyone can do, but it's so tasty. The reason that I put coconut water in there was just actually to slacken off the sauce a little bit as I was cooking it. It's milder and it's creamier and it's sweeter. You're definitely right, it's sweeter. Um, and it doesn't taste of feet. Nick Coffer's Weekend Kitchen, every Sunday morning from 11 on BBC Three Counties Radio. So basically, I'm stuffed is what you're telling me, and that's uh, that's very disappointing. Anyway, what's on your show this morning? Coming up on the big phone in this morning from nine, is it right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find oh. a job? Plans to reform sickness benefit will be set out by the Work and Pension Secretary, Ian Duncan-Smith, in a speech later this morning. He's expected to say that relentless efforts must be made to get people off welfare and into work. And instead of people being deemed fit to work or not, there should be more support to help people take up any employment they're capable of. The government hopes the radical changes will force up to a million more disabled people into work. Well, I want to know from you this morning from nine, is it right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find a job? I'd love to hear your views. I'd love to hear your personal experiences. And you'll need our telephone number from nine. Is it working this week? I hope so. Okay. 03459 455 555. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Right, uh, Sarah's there. Morning, Sarah. Good morning, Ian. You've been waiting for ages, and I humbly apologise. I've got a stupid computer screen that makes it really difficult to know when people are there, so I'm, I'm sorry to have kept you waiting. Now, the reason we got you here, Milton Keynes Shopping Centre bosses are being accused of posing as ordinary Joes to make their expansion plans look popular. Into is the company which owns the newest part of the centre MK, which used to be called Midsummer's Place. It turns out the managers of their sister sites across the country have been sending favourable comments into town planners. Uh, Sarah Pinch is the president of the Chartered Institute of Public Relations. Morning, Sarah. 
Good morning. Thank you very much for hanging around. Uh, what, what do you make of all this? I think that um, it's it's a poor show when people who are posing as members of the public are not clear about their involvement with the organisations involved. And I think that it probably is normal, as the as the uh, general manager of Into has said, that people involved in something want to support it. And I think we'd all be fine with that if they put their hands up and were clear about who they worked for. So, uh, because they didn't use fake names, did they? They, they used their real names, but they, you feel that they should have said, by the way, I work for this company, but this is my opinion that this, this and this are good ideas. And I live in Manchester. Right, yes. Because I think for me, that's one of the key things, is this is obviously something that's of great interest to people in and around the area where it's being built. Yeah. Now, if I, you know, I live in Bristol, um, therefore, if I lend my support to that and I'm in Bristol, that's not really the same, Ian, is it, as a local resident saying, I support it or I don't support it. So I think we have an expectation of a level of honesty that might not have come through uh, in the way that these people have put their, their support forward. Do, do we have a... Maybe I'm just an old cynical so-and-so, because, I, you know, I, I'm always... No, not even slightly. I'm always suspicious of reviews or comments or things that I read online, because anyone could write them. So I think there are letters of support that have been sent to the council. Um, so I think it's both online and mm. letters of support. Yep. So I guess for me, one of the things that I was reflecting on about this over the weekend is, are we actually seeing that not enough people are responding in the local community to these kinds of appeals for support or indeed the opportunity for people to say, I don't support this? And I wonder whether there's something that's broader about how do we get local communities more involved and more active in having their say about things that affect their local their local areas. Now, while we've been discussing this story this morning, I've been away the last couple of weeks and I take great delight in being completely ignorant of all the news that's going on. A couple of people have posted on Twitter and on, on emails and texts um, about there's an investigation into the, uh, fake benefit claimants in government literature. You're looking into that as well, aren't you? So the Department of Work and Pensions brought out a leaflet that uh, included a whole set of case studies. Um, and FOI was put in by uh, some journalist colleagues who found out that those were not true stories, nor were they true photos. Oh. So there's one one of someone called Sarah, not no, no relation. Um, and the photo was from a stock bank, so it was just a bank, an image bank. And the uh, case study was made up, shall we say, wow. in that it didn't relate to someone called Sarah. We called that out um, as a response to that. The executive director for communications for government has said they will launch an internal inquiry. Oh, right. OK, yeah. We will, we will wait for the outcome of that inquiry uh, before we decide what to do in terms of launching our own. What, sure, I, I imagine, I'm making up now, that they will come back and say, well, yeah, well, it may not be a real person, but all of these examples are, are amalgamations of different case studies. You know, they're all based on fact. It, it does smell a little bit sniffy. What, what, what could you do? Do you have any power to do anything? So we would need to wait to see what their investigation says. And if they've got evidence that show that there are actually five women who've all said those things and they've put them together, then we would have to look at all of that. If we, if we looked at it, uh, what we have done in the past is we have, we have a due process. So everybody who's a member of the Chartered Institute signs up to a code of conduct. 
that code means that if you were to employ them uh, either within the BBC as a, as, an, as a colleague or if you were to employ them as an agency, then you would know they had to adhere to that code of conduct. If they don't, any member of the public can complain about a member of the Chartered Institute. We then have a process, we look into that, we, we draw a panel together. It's very serious and very thorough. And if we find that someone has not upheld the code, we can do a number of things. We can write to them, we can expel them from membership. Yeah. And if we expel them from membership, we make that public. All the outcomes are made public. Sarah, I really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sarah uh, Pinch from the, uh, n- not from, excuse me, president, no less, of the Chartered Institute of Public uh, Relations. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Anyway, so... Sorry? So he starts quibbling about whether he can yeah. take all this oh, stuff. Oh, hang on a minute. This is, this is what we wanted. Hang on a minute. Here we go. This is, this is the proper version. Hang on. Why's my computer doing So, anyway, the fella basically said, I can't take all your waste. I got a bit, uh, it got very, very tense in my back garden. Very tense. And I said, I'll be honest, mate, I feel like you're shafting me. You actually said that. I actually said those words out loud. And he, in the end, he went, I'll tell you what, I'll just do it all for free then. I'll just do it all for free because I don't want you to feel like that. I, do it. I said, well, I said, right, now stop being a, an idiot and let's just do it. Right. He, he said, All right. This is a bit that stands out for me. In my memory, yeah. you telling me this, that's the highlighter pen moment. Yeah. I'll just do it for free. What's why the change of heart? Yeah. What exactly. Happened then? What happened? Anyway, then? so then I go in. Ten minutes later, he said, mate, come and have a look at this. He said, We can't do it. I said, why not? He went, and for a wasp nest in there. And what? He went, there's a wasp's nest in that big pile of leaves. We can't touch it. What a coincidence. What a co- what a co- coincidence, right? I said, is it? And there are a couple of wasps. I went, right. Show me. We walked under the tree. We ducked her in a tiny little corner. Leaves, couple of wasps. He went, here, look at this. Got his fork, rammed it in there, rammed it in there. A million wasps came flying out. There was a wasp's nest in there. A million wasps came flying out. And I had to be all nonchalant, right? And I went, oh look, it's a load of wasps. I'm just gonna walk out casually. Got stung, of course. I, I pretend I didn't. I should have been suspicious when he came and he said, mate, you got anything to shift this rubbish with? Have you got a fork? Have you got any uh, uh, bin bags? I mean, he seemed so nice. He claimed to have done work for the BBC. Anyway, um, he left and I didn't pay him the £210. Paid him £200. I kept back £10. It was the longest quietest walk from the back garden to the front door not a word was said it was very the only word that could be used to describe that was awkwardo so the phone in is hands up if you think he planted the nest here we go ladies and gentlemen oh and don't get me started on how i got the wasp's nest removed travel news for beds cards and bugs bbc three counties radio on the M1 southbound, it's very slow from Junction 10 for Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. And the M25 has queues anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. In Watford on Chalk Hill, that's starting to look busy on the speed sensors around the Bushy Arches. And also on Rickmansworth Road, it's slow around the Town Hall roundabouts. On St Albans Road as well, in both directions, it's busy around Lower Stuff Road. And having a look at the train departure boards, the 840 service from Luton to Bedford has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC's Three Counties Radio. 
829 with the News and Sport. I'm Louise Parry. It's emerged that the pilot of the plane that crashed in Sussex this weekend is from Hertfordshire. Andy Hill, who's 51 and comes from the village of Sandon near Buntingford, is critically in hospital after his stunt plane crashed, killing 11 people. Four people have been arrested in connection with a murder after a man was stabbed in High Wycombe. The victim, thought to be in his 20s, died in Church Street on Saturday night. A man in Buckinghamshire says his local council have cut his daughter's disability payments without any warning. Colin Davy says Bucks County Council has failed to contact them since March about reassessing his daughter Chloe, who's severely disabled. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. British ex-Formula One driver Justin Wilson is in a coma after suffering a head injury during an Indy car race in Pennsylvania yesterday. Wilson, who drove for both Minardi and Jaguar in Formula One, appeared to be hit by debris after a car crashed in front of him and then hit a wall. Watford drew again in the Premier League yesterday. The Hornets were held to a nil-nil draw against Southampton at Vicarage Road. Watford midfielder Akechi Anya says the team is working hard. We're working so hard. I mean, if you saw what we did in training, we work we work on the finishing, we work on defending, we work on when we lose possession, we're working on everything. But it's just one of those things at the moment. I think as soon as we manage to get one goal, you know, these one points are going to start turning into three points and we're going to find ourselves in a good position in the league. In athletics, Usain Bolt says his World Championships 100-metre final victory over Justin Gatlin was the hardest race of his career. The Jamaican lived up to his billing as the saviour of athletics as he won in 9.79 seconds. You guys should know by this that when it comes to a championship, uh, I'm always ready. Uh, I told you guys through the season that my coach will figure out a way to get it done. And we worked on a few things and it worked. At the championships today, defending champion Christina Harugu is through to the semi-finals of the 400 metres, while Greg Rutherford is through to tomorrow's long jump final. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton says he's never felt better after extending his lead at the top of the Formula One World Drivers' Championship to 28 points with victory in the Belgian Grand Prix. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. So then I was thinking, I've got to get rid of this wasp, right? I, I've got the wasp's nest. There was a million wasps there. And I'm thinking, I have got to get rid of these, these wasps, OK? So I phoned up a wasp company. I panicked. phoned up the first wasp company that was there. And um, they said, yeah, 85 quid. I, I don't know. Is that good? Sounds a bit steep. Doesn't it? And they'd it. already got a taste of you as well, these wasps. You've got yeah. to get them sorted. I booked it. And then my wife, who was abroad, said, no, 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 but get the council. The council do it for about 35 quid. Find out the council, yeah, we'll do it 35 quid. So then I had to phone up the first wasp company. By the way, iPod roulette coming up soon. I had to phone up the, work, the first wasp company. And instead of just saying, I found somewhere cheaper, I'm going to cancel, I went, I'm really, ah, oh, oh. I've totally, my diary's all to cock. I'm working next Tuesday. So I'm going to have to cancel it, and I'll, I'll, I'll sort. I said, "Would well, you want to sort another date?" I said, "Well, diary's up in the air at the moment." When people I, do that when they got wasps. I said, "When I know what's going on, I'll call you back." He said, "Well, we're in your area Sunday. Sunday, helpful. Sunday would have been really convenient." And I went, "Yeah, um, church Sunday. I'm think I, I think I'm busy on Sunday. Can I get anyway? We cancelled that. So the council wasp person turns up." Describe... Is Kelly Betts talking to anyone? No. She's talking to me. Hello. Desc- so you book a wasp killer from the council. Describe what that person's going to look like as they as they walk through the door. She's going to have one of the nets on her face. Right. Am She's going to no, come in. No. Uh-uh. no. It's going to be a big, fat, grumpy 
man. But then he'll be all sweaty and the wasps will exactly. be... Exactly. Okay. Not a sweet young thing. And I say that as a descriptive term, not in a in, in any way... Um, he sounded a bit pervy. Was he mm. not supposed to be? A little bit pervy. By the way, I've read two great books while I was away. Viv Albertine, Clothes Boys Music, is brilliant. And also Mark Ellen's Rock Stars Stole My Life. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. He completely destroys Dave Lee Travis. And I don't know why he popped into my head. In, in three... Not even particularly brutal sentences, but three really descriptive sentences that dismantles that man's giant ego. It's a wonder. I'll bring the paragraph in. Anyway, so this young girl turns up, right? And she's about 20. And I said, and she's got a nose ring and eyeliner. And I went, I'm really taken about. I expected a fat old grizzled man, not a, not a you know, a sweet young thing. Would you hey, like ben, a cocktail? And um, she said, no, I'm here to kill wasps. Nose ring is more cider. Yeah. I gave her some Rizzlers. Anyway, she was really nice. And I said, I'm really surprised. I thought it would be an old bloke. Anyway, we got talking and she, um, she, she, she killed the wasp. She did it, you know. She went, uh, and I said, you must get stung quite a lot in your job. She went, no, 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 no. Never been stung. I said, wow. How long have you been doing this for? She said, it's my second week. And I just, <laughs> and it was her summer holiday job. So what would you expect from a wasp, man? Big, fat, old, grumpy, miserable, balding, sweaty man. Do you want to say good morning to Craig in Ellsbury? Hey, morning, Craig. (laughs) Are you a wasp man? Are you a wasp man? (laughs) Yes, I am, man. Can I, can I, let me just describe you, the mental image I have. You are five foot eight, portly, um, balding, and you're really disgruntled with life. Absolutely wrong. I'm 20 years old, um, in female in appearance, and and we do a lot of business. And it was you that cancelled on us the other day, was it? Oh no! <laughs> Did you just say female in appearance? <laughs> no, I yeah, I was wondering you. Okay, yeah. are you no, you're you not? Described me actually. You described me quite well. How old? You're not 20. How old are you? No, I'm 50. Yeah, there you we, don't sound 50. You do, he does. No, he doesn't. He, he sounds older. No, he doesn't. He no, does. he doesn't. I think no. he sounds like a juvie. Um, how did you get into wasp killing? Uh, I've been in pest control for, for 18 years. And you must be tired. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things. I love the industry. I really do. It's great. And, and at this time of year, it's really busy for Is us it, the wasps. The, and the, a fair play, because I thought, and, I, and shame on me, okay, because I thought, on oh, this girl, I ain't got a clue. And she did it. I went back the next day, the wasps yeah. were gone. And uh, boy, oh yeah. boy, isn't a wasp's nest beautiful? Yeah, absolutely. And we have some fantastic female technicians in our industry. Do the boobs not get in the way? Oh, it's come a jo- on. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> um, it, you say, you, how can you love it? Because it's horrible. You will go in horrible no, dark places and squirt wasps with poison. We do, yeah, we do that. And then we do some really unusual stuff. We do false black widow spiders. We do snakes. We do all the really unusual stuff as well. Oh, it's, which it's is really interesting. You're not, you're not selling it to me in the slightest. Uh, Ian, Ian, come out with me for a day no. and, I'll, and I'll show you what it's like. What? I don't want to go and, and see you... rats and spiders and snakes. Oh, yeah, it'll be great fun. You'll love it. What? You tell me which What bit am I going to like? The lunch break? You'll like the lunch. You definitely like the lunch. I break. bet you've got Absolutely. like a, a big, a big giant beetle, like a dead beetle or something, that you use for the new people. And when they come, you put it in their sandwiches. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, thank we, you very much. Do, you have to do that. Have you ever? Because when this, um, when I showed this girl my nest, yeah. she gasped. 
Um, okay, it was a piggy, was it? It was a doozy, and it was deceptive because it was hidden under leaves. They're cunning, these wasps. Yeah. No, that bloke put them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the bloke. Well, have you ever seen anything on your journeys that have made you uh, recoil and gasp and just uh, lose lose breath for a second? Uh, well, uh, only the, what, it was, well, talking about wasps. Yeah, I mean, we had one where we were we got up into a roof space, yeah. and uh, we couldn't see the nest. First of all, it's covered over by insulation. Yeah. And then when we peeled back the insulation, this nest was um, it, it probably wasn't one year's building, but it was about seven foot across, and that was uh, and it was about three foot in height. So what they'd done is literally added on to the previous year's. They built an extension, seven foot across and three foot high. Yeah, it was it was massive, absolutely huge, and of course with that you get a, a large number of wasps. And in a roof space, <laughs> confined space, it's not pleasant. <laughs> Craig, listen, keep up, keep doing the good work. You, lot, I, I, I depended on you last week, and you were brilliant. Thank, not you personally, but your industry. No. Thank good. you, Craig. Seven foot wide, three foot up, a wasp's nest. Flipping it, and then imagine that falling on you. It was beautiful. I, I destroyed it by fire. I burnt it. I put it in the fire. Burnt it. Hang on a minute. What does Matt? What do? You, oh, hang on a second. It's all gone. Matt, what do you want? Don't know. He wants to play iPod roulette. Wait, hang on a minute. We could. Are you here for iPod roulette? I'm just waiting for Justin to turn up. Oh. Justin's got a week off, Matt. Oh my. God. Justin's got a week act, Matt. I hang up then. Okay. Go on then. Hello. Don't let him hang up. No, I, no, Matt. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, right. It's all right. We've got two others. It's fine. No, I think we need. We need Matt because Matt's going to be the judge. So you get Matt back, and we're going to play iPod Roulette. Let's welcome our first guest. It's only the inventor, and I know technically it's not the inventor, but what the hell I'm going to say she is, of Ribena, Ribena Rosie. Good morning, Ribena Rosie. Good morning. It wasn't you. It was your granddad that invented Ribena. That's Boy, right. we, we salute that. Hey, Tesco are getting rid of Ribena. Well, I don't shop there anyway. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, now, listen, you're here for iPod Roulette. Do you know the rules? No. Okay, that's fine. Have you got an iPod? Yes. How many songs are on it? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, quite well, a few. It's got to be... There's a law... I won't go into the, uh, the entomology of it but, or the history of it, but there's a law called Henry's Law. There's got to be over 100 songs on that iPod. Are there over 100 songs? I think so, yeah. Is yeah. What, is, what is this? Well, it's my husband's iPod because mine has only got my children's work songs on it. Oh, children's work songs? What? what, what, what do you, how old are they and what do you make them do? Um, well, it's toddler's music class. And that, what, so they listen to this as they go up chimneys and... and oh, I see. So it's for play. OK. What kind of music is your old man into? Oh, very wide range. OK. I, I, it's a genre I'm not familiar with, the wide range. <laughs> but your your uh, opponent is Brendan. Morning, Brendan. Morning. How are you doing? I'm, I'm very well, Brendan. Do you know the rules to iPod roulette? No, but I use an SD card. No. Right, hang on a minute. Rabina Rosie, I'm sorry. No yep. conferring with your husband, please. Tell him to button it. <laughs> Say, button it! Oi! She's got the iPod, button it. You use an SD card? Yes. What, what have... it is, is... And then I use certain tracks, right? Huh? So, for example, Rhodesian, right? And huh? that's what I know is my Now I can see home. why Kelly was so keen to play this game. Yeah, Rhodesian, yes. Oh, my God. That is just as an example of yeah. what I use for my care home. OK, right. So, so like when the care home rings, I know it's them. Right. And then other, gonna... other calls, like yourself. Have you got an MP3 player? I have, but it's 
flat, completely flat. They're, they, they're allowed, they can be flat now. It's amazing what the Japanese can do. How yeah, many songs... Got, how many songs... 10 or 20 on there. No. <laughs> you can't have good 10 or 20! Henry's Law says you have to have a minimum of 100. Oh, we'll wave God. Henry's Law for once. OK. Can you set your iPod or your MP3 player, both of you, to shuffle? Do you know how to do that? So yeah. the, it comes up randomly. Mine, Can you d- Mine has no, no battery at all. It's got no battery in it. <laughs> Brendan, what... It's got a battery, but the battery's flat. Brendan, what part of this did you think you could play? <laughs> well, yeah. Brendan yeah. could be the judge if you want Matt's iPod. Hang on, Matt? Matt? Yes. I'm flipping it. This is. This, I wish I was back in the other place. For God's sake, will you hurry up? Will you shut up? Matt, have you got an MP3 player, an iPod? Yes, I'm looking at it now. Right, right. okay, Brendan, yeah. you're Brendan, you're the judge. Right. And Matt is going to be. Matt and uh, Ribena Rosie are going to be the contestants simply because they've got an MP3 player <laughs> that is charged up. And that's, that's it. There's no other reason, okay? All right. Right. The way it works, do you know how to set your MP3 player to shuffle, Matt? Yes, yes. Right. There are three rounds. Matt, you're going to go first. You tell us, you put it to shuffle, you tell us which song comes up, you then go head-to-head with uh, Ribena Rosie's song. Uh, um, Brendan is then going to be the judge and is going to tell us which is the best song. It's the best of three. You each have one pass. If you think your song isn't good enough, you're allowed to pass. Do you understand, Rosie? Yeah. Do you understand that? No. No. But I will. Well, I doubt it, mate. Not in this life. Oh, Still, not long to go. I'm right. Now. Come on. Set it, set it to shuffle. Matt, spin, spin, spin the wheel. Hit the shuffle button. I'll hit your shuffle button in a minute. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Yes? What have you got? What have you got? I have got... You don't... Just like you... Keb Mole. Yeah, just, just like you by who? Keb Mole. Ken Mo. K-E-B-M-O. Ken you know Ken Mo. Brilliant. Ken Mo. Keb Mo. For Keb. sake. All right, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. All right, well, I mean, you don't have to actually play it to us. Rosie, spin your wheel of uh, shuffleness and let's see what comes... Oh, but do you want to stick with that, Matt? Yeah. OK. Let's we'll, we'll see what comes up for you, Rosie. OK. Uh, rock and Roll Suicide by David Bowie. Oh, Okay, right. Okay, we go. This is really. You'd have to make this decision. This is down no. to Brendan. Okay, uh, Brendan, it's it's over to you. It's between, just like you by Kemmo, right, or Rock and Roll Suicide by David Bowie. First of all, are you aware of either of those artists? I've never heard of them. Never. You've never heard of David Bowie. <laughs> no. No. Neil. You've never ever heard of David Bowie. Bloody I've shady. never heard of him through another radio station, but no. Have you heard of Kembo? Right there. No. You don't know Kembo Nagasaki? OK. Uh, which of those do you think is the winner? Probably the second one. So, what, the, the David Bowie one? Yeah. OK, yeah. It's, I, mean, I mean, I don't know if you... That is a victory, uh, Rosie, but OK, right. Flipping it. <sighs> Round two. Uh, Rosie, spin your wheel. OK. The Money Go Round by The Kinks. Oh! I gave half to Larry, who in turn... But The Money Go Round is the most cynical... It's basically The Kinks' life summed up in one bitter three and a half minutes. Do you want to stick with that? Yeah. Okay, The Money Go Round by The Kinks. Uh, Matt, spin, spin, spin your wheel. All right. We finish at nine, Matt. I know you do. Yeah, okay. 
Nine, nine in the morning. Okay. Now I'm having a bit of trouble with my shuffle, pal. Oh. <laughs> Just think back to Paris, Matt. Yeah, I'm going back to Paris, yeah. I've had enough of you lot. Have you shuffled? It's shuffling, but it's not going. It's not going anywhere, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. You carry on. You're right. Oh, flip it. You work on your shuffle, Matt. I'll do a bit of business, and hopefully we'll come back, and you'll have picked a song. Flip it, Nick. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's very slow on the M1 southbound from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. Anti-clockwise on the M25, it's busy at Junction 19 for Watford. And also in Watford on Chalk Hill, that's looking slow too on the speed sensors around Oldenham Road at the Bushy Arches. In Beaconsfield on Station Road, it's very busy at the moment. And looking at the cameras on the A40 in High Wycombe, that's slow in both directions around Archway and Temple Street. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much. Matt, have you shuffled yet? Matt, have you yeah. shuffled? No, the right. battery's running down. Oh, for crying out loud. OK, well, you keep shuffling. We'll come, we'll come back to you after I've done a little bit of the news. Flip it, Nick. <sighs> the inaugural uh, iPod roulette on BBC Three Counties Radio. Not going so well. Where are we? 8.46. It's uh, Monday the 24th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A pilot from Hertfordshire who was involved in the crash at an air show in Sussex remains in a critical condition in hospital this morning. A murder investigation is underway after a stabbing in High Wycombe on Saturday night and a Buckinghamshire man whose disabled daughter needs round-the-clock care says his local council cut her disability payments without giving any warning. Let's get the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, the Met Office have a yellow warning in place for the rain expected today. That's until 10 o'clock this evening. Um, we're looking at a fairly heavy, thundery spells. Uh, not necessarily for everybody, but where it does occur, um, there's a potential we could see some flash flooding and obviously uh, the travel disruption that goes with that. Brisk winds too, feeling fresher than the weekend with highs of 17 degrees Celsius. Now that rain clears overnight and leaves us with a dry, cloudy end to the night with lows of 10 degrees, so a little more comfortable. Uh, but sunny spells to start start off tomorrow ahead of another band of rain pushing northeastwards. That's going to have some heavy bursts but uh, not quite as heavy as today. Still breezy though and clearing in the afternoon to leave a lot of cloud behind. Temperatures reaching 18 degrees Celsius. Uh, more heavy bursts of rain on Wednesday but some sunny spells. Thursday further rain but on Friday it's looking brighter with sunny spells but there is still the potential we may see some more rain. That's your latest forecast. Okay, so we're playing iPod Roulette. Uh, we're in round two. It's Ribena Rosie versus Matt in Luton. So far, Rosie is winning 1-0. Brendan is the judge. Uh, Matt was having a little bit of a problem with his uh, his shuffle. Um, hopefully he's got it sorted now, Matt. Matt? Rosie, are you there? Yeah. Brendan, are you there? Yes. Have, okay. Has he managed to charge it? Well, I don't... Where's, where's Matt gone? He dropped off. I don't know whether he was, he was shuffling in private or... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's gone to find his charger. Right. Well, he's not he's answering. answering now. He's bottled it. Flipping it. Flipping it. Right, OK. I'm going to have to... Kath, have you got your iPod? I'll go and get it in my bag. Go and, go and get your iPod. Yay. Go on, Kelly. I've got another contender if you want one. Um, who have you got? The oh, guy let's... called Neil. Let's... let's all right. 
Oh, blimey. I sent Kath off running. Let's get Neil. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is not going, this is not going the way it was meant to go, guys. <laughs> Flipping. This is supposed to be a nice, simple, straightforward, let's be honest, <laughs> filler. And um, who's crying? Who's crying? Don't cry. No, it's, just, it's just me being funny. Oh, OK. Well, I wouldn't open with it. Right. OK. <laughs> oh, God. Is Neil answering? Just ring in, hang on. Okay, well, is he, is he answering the ring? Cause... Neil, stay there, thank you. Okay, Neil, Neil's, Neil's stepping in as our sub. Good morning, Neil. Hi there, morning. Neil, you're, you're stepping in as a sub for Matt. I'm afraid you have to pick up the game where we loft, left off where you're one nil down. <laughs> no worries, happy to do so. Uh, what, oh. what, what, what make of MP3 player do you have? It's an iPod. How many songs are on there? 1,043. Ooh, Flash, flash Harry. And what genres of music might we find if we were to peer through your iPod catalogue? Oh, all sorts of tat, from Girls Aloud to Fair Naked Ladies Ooh. to... I like, I, I like your style. We're okay, Catherine. You, have you not, we, we got we got a contender. We got, we got Neil. Okay. Uh, 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 I'm getting so confused. Damn you, Matt. He's back now. Yeah, he's bringing back. He can't play now. He can't play now. He's right. out of the game. He's out of the game, Brendan. He took it. Yeah. He bowled it. He bowled it. He's a bottler. Right. Uh, yes. you're, you're happy to stick with the money go round by the kinks, are you, Rosie? Yeah. Okay. Neil, um, spin the wheel. Let's see what you've got. Okay, okay. We've got Tom's Diner by DNA featuring Suzanne Vega. Tom's Diner by oh, DNA no. featuring Suzanne Vega. Don't worry, I, I think Brendan's. Just, I think Brendan's just going by the names. Uh, <laughs> hang on, Matt, are you back? <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> Crying out loud, Matt. Matt. You've got an echo Matt. Oh, horrible. Oh, Matt, are you okay? Do you need us to call an ambulance? <laughs> Matt, can you hear me? I do have to go out this morning. Right, thank, thanks. All right, no, so I have to go to Brighton in a minute. Right, Matt, thanks for calling. Bye-bye. OK, uh, Brendan, it's between yes. uh, the money go around by... Do you know the kinks, Brendan? I've, I've heard them on another radio station, yeah. OK, you keep mentioning this mysterious radio station that plays excellent music. Give it a plug. What is it? Do you, want me to, do you really want me to tell you? Yes, I do. It's Radio 2. Oh, yes. OK. And have you heard of uh, DNA featuring Suzanne Vega? No. OK. It's between DNA featuring Suzanne Vega, the song Tom's Diner, or The Money Go Round by The Kinks. The Kinks is probably better. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's, it's a resounding oh. victory to Rosie. Let, just for fun, just for fun, let's play... I say fun fun let's play the last round okay yeah. uh, um neil give us a spin okay, okay. here we go i'm always using a skip on this one well uh, tell us what the song is it's suzanne vega again no cheap <laughs> if, if you love her so much you should go and marry her and listen to her boring insipid songs you could have tracy chapman as the best man <laughs> he's using his pass. He's use, he's passing Suzanne Vega. Spin again. Let's see what uh, you really do. Like your eighties tortured singer songwriters, don't you? I do. Um, oh, love will keep us together. Captain Tennille. Oh, oh, Captain and Tennille, <laughs> Daryl Dragon himself. Now that is a, that is a classic song. Okay, uh, <laughs> Rosie, spin the wheel. Oh dear, you know this is brilliant. Yeah, I love this song. Can you hear it? Yes! Fergal! 
works in um, radio management, doesn't he? Is it Fergal? Yes. Or is it? Yeah, isn't it? Good for you. He's good. You often see him popping. You often see him popping up at industry events. You just go, oh, it's Fergal Sharkey. Uh, would you like to stick with Teenage Kicks? Oh yeah. Okay, Brendan. It, it, it doesn't matter. This is strictly for an in inverted commas fun, and I use that in a very very loose sense, so we can't be sued. Um, uh, Brendan, which of those would have won? Would it have been Captain and Tennille? Love will keep us together. Or would go it have on. been? Or would it have been Teenage? Right, calm down, please. Or would it have been Teenage Kicks? Teenage Kicks. Do you, do you actually know the song? Hello. I've never, I've never heard it till just now. No. Not even on that other radio station that you keep kissing on the backside. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Brendan, you've been a good sport, Neil. Thank you very much for stepping in at the last minute. It's much appreciated. But Ribena Rosie, you yeah. indeed are the winner this morning, and I feel we should give you a present. Um, but you're not no, we should give you. We should give you something. We should give you. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to. We're going to. We're going to. We don't do requests on this show at all. But we're and we're not going to do it now. But we're going to play um, a little something for you. Hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, Catherine, why don't you run through what some of the prizes were while I settle on what the actual prize is going to be. A cuddly toy, a plant pot, um, <laughs> some heated rollers. Uh, careful with those, they're hot, 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 Rosie. <laughs> We've also got um, uh, one of the, a futon and um, um, one of those cheesy, what they're called, a raclette thing. OK, we've, we, but we've settled on the prize. It's a blast from my past um, and um, it's this. Hang on. Slow computer. Slow computer. Yeah, I've got to go. My mum's coming. There we go. It's Vinny saying, I've got to go. My mum's coming. It's a caller to a show I did many years ago <laughs> saying it's half past 12. Imagine this. It's a phone in at half past 12 and the caller's making a point and then goes, um, uh, oh, no. He's, he then says, why is my computer so slow? Spontaneity. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought that was it. No, hang on. Yeah, Oh, it's broken. Well, there you go. Yeah, I've got to go. My mum's coming. There we go. There's your mum. He's got to go. His mum's coming. Rosie, thank you very much. All right. Ta-ta. You're, oh, by the way, you're our reigning champion. Can you come back tomorrow? Uh... Thanks very much. There we go. We'll be speaking to Rosie um, to uh, tomorrow. That'll be good. Um, Ian we... in Hoddesdon loves this. Well, I'm glad he's says, this is great. Well, I, I, I think I think that's sarcasm. He, he's asterisked it out, but it says great. Oh. <laughs> and someone's put this is um, the dogs. Wow, thank you. They've not oh. actually put the word dogs, but they've put the rest. <laughs> Daniel San. Hello. Hello, Daniel San. It sounds like you've fallen down a well, which in many ways. No, I'm not. I'm that's a shame. Uh, you, we, you, we asked you to, to someone. I, I don't know why. I mentioned casualty. Someone said that it was legendary. I said it was it's rubbish. Great. What was yeah? It's great. How can you like it? You're a young man. You should be watching Top of the Pops while um, shotgunning cans of tenants. No, Casualty, it's the perfect Saturday night. <laughs> oh, man. Watching people get maimed and injured. By the way, that's the title of today's show, Casualty. <laughs> it's the perfect Saturday night. You're joking. I wouldn't bother, Kels. We haven't got time for that. Um, OK, well, you've, you've taken this to the streets, uh, the Casualty vibe. What have people said? Well, you gave me a specific question. You asked me, yes. what's the vibe on Casualty? Yeah. I've gone out there to the streets, I've asked people, and I'm honestly a bit disappointed because no one seems to love Casualty like I do. Oh. What's hmm. the vibe on Casualty? Oh, I'm a nurse. I won't watch it. Why don't you watch it? <laughs> because it's so fake. <laughs> I just get annoyed. What's the vibe on Casualty? Hmm? What's the vibe on Casualty? Sorry, but I don't very really understand what you're saying. The vibe? Uh, I don't know what the vibe <laughs> Where are you from? Poland. Poland. Yeah. Polish perspective then. Casualty, do you like it? What is casualty? 
as a someone injured. No. Uh, I don't watch Casualty. Why not? Uh, not really had the time. I've been busy. Don't know the vibe. <laughs> I don't know the vibe. No. What's the vibe on Casualty? What's the what? The vibe on Casualty. Casualty? What the actual program? Do you mean? Yeah. God, I haven't got a clue. What is it? <laughs> do you not watch it? No, I hate it. Oh, I quite like Casualty. Yeah, no, no vibe there for me. What's the vibe on Casualty? About 20. I'll tell you what, shall I interview you? What do you want to ask me? Yeah, where do you come from? What do you mean? What downside? Country? What country? England. What, what part of Downside? Uh, why? Down, Downs Road? No, not Downs Road. Uh, Sundown Avenue? No, not Sundown Avenue. Starkers Hill? No, not that one either. Oh, so, uh, what school did you go to? He's got a prisoner uh, with Three him. different schools. Well, we had five children w went to that man's head, but they're very old now. <laughs> did you go to man's head? No, I... Man's uh, Head? Sunderland. I bet you did go Oh, to right, OK, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's up in the northeast. Yep. Anyways, well, nice talking to you. Yeah. Do you know we gave you a spontaneous round of applause earlier? Yep. We're going to have to retract that, Daniel, son. Yeah. You let him oh. take control. You, you let the animals take hey, no. control. You no, were the no, monkey no. in the zoo and the animals came to look at you. No, he was a really nice guy. I just wanted to know more about him. Was, he was obsessed with you going touching a man's head. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to a man's head? Yep. Okay, well that's great news. I mean, he lost control there. First, first rule of comedy, Spike: never turn your back on the audience. That's a quote from uh, Heidi High. Catherine, let's um, uh, wrap this up in a sack and chuck it in the canal, shall we? And never yeah. speak of it again. Sound yeah. like a deal? Yeah. Beautiful. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound between Junction 10 for Luton Airport and 9 for Redbourne, and there are also delays on the M25 anti clockwise between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 23 for Southmoon for the A1M meets it. In Watford on Station Road, it's very busy at St Albans Road, and also in High Wycombe on London Road, it's looking slow on the speed sensors in both directions, and the A404 Mile Hill is looking busy as well. On the train departure boards, the 922 service from Luton to Bedford has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. We'll have another round of iPod roulette tomorrow. Just, just don't worry. They just need to get the rules. That's all it is, guys. They just need to work out what the rules is. Oh, tomorrow, I've not told you about my potholing experience. Me and Paul Scoynes. Oh, have you seen the video? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I potholed. I abseiled underground. I abseiled underground. I mean, it was like proper terrifying. Scoins did a wee. Unfortunately, I, he was abseiling above me. It was a horrible experience. More on that tomorrow. JVS up next. Until uh, tomorrow at six from us. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Monday, it's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in... Is it right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find a job? Plans to reform sickness benefit will be set out by the Work and Pension Secretary Ian Duncan-Smith in a speech later this morning. He's expected to say that relentless efforts must be made to get people off welfare and into work. And instead of people being deemed fit to work or not, there should be more support to help people take up any employment they're capable of.
The government hopes the radical changes will force up to one million more disabled people into work. Well, this morning I want to know from you, is it right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find a job? Pick up the phone, come on and have your say. Here's my telephone number. It's 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC News at nine o'clock. Here's Louise Parry. The headlines, Hart's pilot critically ill after Sussex air crash. Four arrested following Highwicombe murder and Bucks County Council criticised over disability payments. BBC Three Counties Radio. A pilot from Hertfordshire who was involved in the air crash at an air show in Sussex remains in a critical condition this morning. Andy Hill, who's 51 and comes from Sandon near Buntingford, was flying a vintage fighter jet when it came down onto the A27. Police say they fear as many as 20 people may have died. The Civil Aviation Authority says it will review the safety of air shows as a result of the crash. John Turner, the chairman of the British Air Display Association, says tightening the rules about where shows can be held would be difficult. We're certainly going to look at the regulations in due course with the Civil Aviation Authority and I know they've already said that they'll be doing exactly that. But the precise locations and how you achieve aviation safely is a far more complex thing than saying just do it here. There are many more factors involved. Three men and a woman have been arrested in connection with a murder in High Wycombe this weekend. A man believed to be in his 20s was stabbed to death in the town centre. More from Gail Sanderson. Police and ambulance crews were called to Church Square at 